Are we starting? Should we start it yes, again? Yes, we're starting. with your your like names and then we'll get to your character introductions later and you will introduce your character names there. Let's go around the table. You. My name is Megan. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Next. My name is Toby. Unfortunately, Toby is also one of our DMs. Oh, that's right. I'm the I don't know how that works yet. We'll get there. But we're professional. I'll explain it after the introductions. I also do the audio. I'm excited to hear it explained. Yeah. Meg also does the audio. Because yeah. I don't understand. I'm Joe. Lit. Joe Mom, sorry. No. I'm, I, I, I'm Z. And unfortunately, we are down to two players. They died. They died horrifically. But they'll be here next session, and we'll introduce them then. They might be here this next session. God, I hope so. The Lord works in mysterious ways. Why would you ways. say that? Oh, I'm the Lord, and I say that I'm going to work this way. Speaking of working, I'm a DM. Toby is a DM. Yes. How, that, how we're doing it as of right now is basically... We both write lore, um, come up with NPCs and stuff. Why did you learn that? Sometimes I even read the lore. <laughs> Sometimes. But our audio listener, Megan, we love you to death. Toby's <laughs> an awful bastard, does not read the lore. Just what um, she knows. <laughs> just so she knows. What? Um, me, I'm a DM. Toby's a DM. We write the lore together. Uh, we both make NPCs. Though I think I've been making more NPCs like in like lore recent times then hit like we're gonna meet the NPCs that I've made first naturally because I'm also doing the narration at least for this session probably for all of them uh so yeah I'm doing the narration I'm doing all the player interaction stuff he's helping me with combat and he's helping behind the scenes with lore he's basically my phone friend so that's fun uh um, I rolled a nat 20 it doesn't nothing. count you can't use but it I'm the DM wait a minute shit I've given him too much power um but yeah Welcome to Wasteland, I guess. I'm used to rolling behind the screen and lying. Yeah. So Not anymore. In front of everyone. You can, like, cup your hands together. Like, oh, that's an 18? It's an 8. Yeah. Oh, You're yeah, girls. I want to set up some... I want to say some things first before we get into the session officially. Number one. No metagaming. That's just a given. Please, God, don't metagame. If you need me to explain what metagaming is, I will. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I know. Metagaming is essentially where you use knowledge that you have obtained as a player, but not as a character, like, in-game. So let's say you know something as a person, like, you find something out in the story, but your, your character would have no reason to know that, but you still use that knowledge to um, affect your in-game decisions. It's also um, influencing other people's decisions by, like, pressuring them to do things. You can always offer, like, advice or something or, like, talk to each other as players. I, I want you guys to communicate so bad. Please, God, communicate as a, as a team. But uh, try to speak over each other. But I will also facilitate that mostly because, like, DM, I'm controlling all the things. So if you all try to say something at once, I'll be like, hold on. 
I want to hear what you're doing and then figure out who's doing what first and what order, what's happening, etc. I will try to be as clear as possible with that. Um, also, I just want to say... Why are we all staring so intensely at Joe? <laughs> For our audio listener, Meg, we love you so much. I don't think we can ever... I don't think I can express how much we love you. They're just looking at each other. They're just making really intense eye contact all around the room, and it's very... I don't know what's happening. You've lost control of the table. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you took two I ever had it. Viva la revolution. Thank you, Z. You're welcome. Um, Also... As a DM, I'm going to have to make some assumptions about your characters, because that's how it goes. I'm making the story, and I can't, like, have a premonition of how your character's going to react to things, but I can't ask you ahead of time because I'm making the story as you go along, and it's spoilers. So, if I say something, feel free at any time. I think it's really funny if you just tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> like, if I'm like, oh... Well, actually, well, according actually. to my character backstory... <laughs> no, it's so funny. <laughs> like, if I'm like, oh, you guys walk into this dark room, and as your eyes adjust to the light, you all inhale and you all sneeze at the same time because this uh, actually I can't play. sneeze yeah, actually, actually I can't sneeze actually I, I don't have a nose it's it's really funny please do it especially if my if it's like a genuine correction like my character wouldn't do that because it helps me get a better idea of what your character would do for future yeah, yeah, so my character honor. would support orphans <laughs> What? What does that mean? Dobby. Provide financial aid to orphans. Audio listeners. You would. It's hard. You already do. I will be so. Also, I just want to say this. I will never punish you for characters. The universe may punish you. But I I think that's funny. If you make a decision in character, no matter how horrible, how reckless, how like, how just like so bad it is, I will try as, as the omnipotent force controlling the story to not Punish you as a player for that. That's for audio listeners, Megan is smiling so brightly. Megan is having the time of her life because her you've been talking for six minutes. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Just letting you know. Let's get into it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a DM. I have something to say. I will punish you. Okay. Also, we're recording this on Labor Day, so I just like to read a real quick quote from President Abraham Lincoln: (laughs) "Labor is prior to and independent of capital. Capital is only the fruit of labor, and could never have existed if labor had not first existed." Labor is superior to capital and deserves much the higher consideration. Anyways, that's all I have. Thank you. That's very fitting for the society we will be finding ourselves in today. And describe that society now for us, Ethan. Thank you for the perfect segue. That's what I'm here for. That's all (laughs) you're I'm here for segues, baby. That's it. You know, Isn't like that a thing? That's a thing, yeah. Yes. Like, so like Paul Blart. Paul Blart, Malkar. Malkar. Paul Blart, Malkar. We're off to a great start, guys. Let's go. We're recording it on Labor Day, but when will we post it? Who's to say? Never. Oh, you know. This will never be posted. <laughs> this is actually... This is for now. us. <laughs> this world... This In is a world. A... Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. This is a world not unlike our own. Our own, as people. That's crazy. I'm adding adlibs that are so bad. Similar and yet vastly different. Warped by its violent history, but still turning nonetheless. You see the sun rise in the east over the lands of Zeltarasia. Something's never changed. First, it passes over a dark place. Black asphalt, cracked concrete. Tall, looming buildings all packed in next to each other, all broken and crumbled, or already having crumbled. Fuck. Like cookies, crumbled. Why would you say That's that? That's where a lot is. That's where a lot is. <laughs> they survived the scorching war, but have lost the battle at the time. 
Humanoid figures leap between alleyways and crawl across shadows, picking through centuries-old wreckage, hoping to find something of value. Next, the sun passes over a wide expanse of grassland, lush and beautiful, and dotted with cities that bustle with people, all full of life. In one particular city, closer to the dark place than the rest of them, a group of orcs and humans and dwarves alike are rising, getting ready to resume construction on a wall being built around the city, hopefully to protect it. A half-elf man flips the sign on his bar from close to open. The sun passes over more plains, equal parts grass and sand, and mostly barren and devoid of life. Mostly. A ridge of mountains juts out of the ground, blocking a land of dry, hot sand and humid swamp from the rest of the world. A valley cuts through this mountain ridge, but the forest nestled into it has trees so tall that they nearly fill in where the mountains are missing. For our audio listeners, Toby's doing some very good interpretive charades. Somebody's been reading some D&D podcasts, I can tell from this opening. Listen, buddy. I'm not going to reference all of it, God. There's too many. There's too many. Off the coast, large rocks poke harshly upwards out of dark water, churning with an even darker energy coming from the broken remains of ships and vessels that have met their fate there. A tiny island out in the ocean grows so dense with exotic plant life that someone viewing it from the outside would never know what it contains, what creatures roam the grounds there, what people protect it. The ocean water simmers with radiation. Back on the mainland, a lizard scuttles across the ground, falls into a puddle, and when it comes up on the other side, it glows even in the fresh sunlight as its form begins to warp. This world has been hurt by the destruction of its past, but it has survived, and it is rebuilt, and it is alive. <laughs> Don't eat the dice! I know they look edible. I'm sorry, this Fallout opening is great. We're doing great. So are the plants, and the animals, and even the lakes and pools, and all the water in the ocean, and the dirt in the ground seems to breathe and come to life with the sun, along with the people in it. Well, let's hold on. Let's hold on a second. The music ended. I'm trying to remember with this lore, but I can't. I didn't read in a long time. What if I I just go... God damn, I'm sitting in for serious comments. Let's hold on a second. Did the music end? I paused it for a reason. We're setting up for a serious moment. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) But let's hold on a second. Because this world is this strong surviving thing that has survived decades of abuse and radiation and torment from the events that have happened to it, the people in it. But it has rebuilt. It is surviving. And as the sun wakes up all of the people and the things alive on this world, it seems to come to life itself, this, this living, breathing, turning thing. But... Uh-huh, but... Let's hold on this second. We're not there. Let's go back a few hours. Because as much as the Earth is alive and breathing and this beautiful, vibrant, strong, surviving thing under the sunlight, with all of these people, these strong survivors, all waking up in the morning, the Earth is almost dead when they're all asleep. Because when everything's asleep, it's like the world goes to sleep, too. And on this particular night, just a few hours before this beautiful sunrise, the world is particularly asleep. The ocean is still and quiet. The ground is cold. The grass is rusting. Not even the wind that blows through the trees in that valley that cuts through the mountains. Speaking of that valley, Deep in the forest, the air is stagnant. A heavy mist has spread across the grass and the roots of the trees, a couple feet high and powdery white, enough to obscure your vision even a few feet in front of your face. The forest is dark, impossibly dark. Not a blip of the moon or her stars is visible through the density of the leaves. 
Humans and elves and arachne and all the others sleep soundly in their homes or someone else's, and not even stray pets or typical nightlife dare to disturb the silence. Several feet into the forest, far enough to get lost for what seems like forever, is a gravestone. Unmarked, grown over by moss and roots. I don't know what I'm looking at you specifically. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Who's gravestone? I don't, I'm sorry. Unmarked. <laughs> Well, unmarked. Oh, this unmarked, sense. grown over, or once marked, but it's illegible now. Grown over with roots and moss, a body sits buried in the dirt that is also grown over with grass. Cut to the center of the earth. Oh. There is a soul, an energy, a consciousness that has been crawling its way up from the center of the earth to the surface. Over the last centuries, hundreds and hundreds of years. <laughs> do we, do we have the rights to use that? I think so. I'm sorry. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> this thing has been crawling its way up. Nothing but a raw soul. Barely consciousness stretching out into the dirt around it. Reaching towards the soil for something to escape, to make it onto the material plane, to be free. And is searching for something to latch onto, a vessel of some kind, because it knows that it can't make it on its own. It isn't strong enough to make a physical form to traverse the lands. It rushes up through the dirt thousands of feet a second and searches, stretching its senses around into the ground, being able to feel and see everything. It feels the grass, it feels the dew and the mist on the roots of the trees. And it finds this body. And this body has been rotting. The song is very short, so I'm going to have to loop it. Body has been rotting for a given amount of time, but it still seems pretty much intact. Of course, the brain is all goo, but it doesn't really need that. It has all it needs, except for a vessel. And so it rears back like, like a snake, coiling this tight, angry energy, waiting to strike. And it leaps into the body, makes eye contact. I snap open, tests out a hand, and it digs itself out of its grave. She digs herself out of her grave. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why'd you look surprised? And as she digs herself out of the, her grave, the sun passes over Zeltarasia. All of the things that you have seen are happening as this happens, and as she walks out of the forest, she looks directly up into the sun, unblinking. From the waist down, she's a satyr, you know, just like for legs, hooves, and stuff. But from the waist up, this human skin starts to burn. And in it's in the fire's wake, it glows. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this so much. In the fire's wake, it glows this, this like bright blue. Okay. We're getting there. In the sun, <laughs> the skin glows this bright blue infernal energy burning from the waist up and when it gets to her head it keeps burning and the shape of these giant horns are revealed as if they've always been there she stares directly into the sun unblinking and then marches forward that was a couple weeks ago okay good i don't remember who that is unfortunately our player oh i know who it is. is not here um even though i said Unfortunately, the player's not here, but she'll hear this. She'll hear this. She'll <laughs> Wait, was that one of the players not oh, here? Yeah. Okay, so we had that huge dramatic scene. Unfortunately, that character. Yeah. I've been right setting this up for straight up months. I was you could have just done that for the next session. 
I can go over the monologue. Right, you're a DMM. Monologue monologuing is like your main job. True, yeah. I just monologuing is fun. too hard. Because I will get lost. Yeah. Now! This is really fun. They've had a huge scene. This is not even. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Ethan. Very good writing so far. I'm invested. We're getting there. We're getting there. Because we've reached the most important event. Let me turn my music down. Yeah. I'm not gonna be able to focus if I hear it too loud. I, just okay. I want you guys to hear this. You see a half orc, very tall, very sturdy, very strong, just sort of moseying. They're just sort of moseying along. Um, they like spent the last night camping, right? Packed all of their stuff up and have been following this flyer that they found to a little town, a little minor town called Sugarstead, because there's a job there. There is a big cash reward for anyone who is valiant enough to defeat the monsters that are plaguing its inhabitants, hurting its people. And you see this very tall half-orc person packing up their camping things, going on their way. You know? Just mostian. They're getting there. You can tell this is all improv. <laughs> they walk up to the gates and... As she's waiting for the the guy who is behind the gate to open it up, let her in, hear what you're all about. Joe, please introduce your character. I'm going under experience here. Um, <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hey. I'm Frank. Yes. Um, my pronouns are they, she, and... What exactly is it that you want to know about me? I, I mean, mean, like, general character description, what you look like and what stuff. You look like, what you're feeling. wearing, what your class. <laughs> yeah, what your class and reasons. Uh, white and middle. We got it! We got it! Yeah! Oh, My okay. legacy is eternal. It wasn't as funny as the first time. I know, it but it's the spirit, I believe, is what's important. Well, I'm a paladin. Half-orc paladin. Why I'm so tall. Yes. Yeah. Not the paladin thing. That's not related. Paladins can be any height. Naturally tall. Well, I mean. It's in the war now. Paladins don't recruit short people. They just kick you out there. What about Roe? Who's like three feet. That's a different campaign. Audio listeners. We're breaking the timeline. If you're listening to this campaign, I, as God, an omniscient presence over this, which is not breaking the fourth wall because I'm God, go listen to our other campaign. Go, pirates go in Pegasi. We just had a very sad episode. It was, they're all very sad. That's because I'm in charge. Oh, God. And this I is why you there. shouldn't have too much power. But yeah, um, bada bing, bada boom. You're at the gate waiting for them to let you in. You're just sort of chilling. Uh, you've actually taken small jobs in this town before. It's very few and far in between. It's very few and far in between, but um, sometimes there are like flyers around and stuff outside of the city. Then they're like, "Hey, help! We yeah, need help! I've just please, God, jobs. if you're strong, please help us. We need help. We'll pay you." And you're like, "Okay." Um, this is actually the most money you've ever seen on one of these jobs before, but it is also the most dangerous. It is a thousand gold pieces, as written on the flyer. Um. But it does just have a sort of threatening sketch of this weird, like, giant shape thing. It's kind of hard to make out all the details, but it's like this big, like, 
weird golem thing? You can't really quite tell what it's made of. It's very large, very threatening. It has, like, sharp teeth that are dripping with something that... Since it's a black and white flyer, it's not, like, colored in. So you don't know what it is. But, um... It's kind of... It's kind of sus. It's kind of threatening. It's kind of... But you decided to take this job because I'm like, hey, it's a lot of money. You know the people in this town, more or less, they are aware of you to some degree, and you want to help them out. So, you stand at the gates, <clears throat> waiting. You're standing, <laughs> waiting. I'm also a pirate. You're also a pirate. Well, that ex- is important to ex- mention, ex- I think. Ex-pirate. Ex-pirate. Not a pirate anymore. You're standing there. That's my old life. You're standing there. You look over uh, to the side of this gate. There's like a tiny little, like, just like a very little, like, little, like, grate with holes in it that usually, like, a little voice comes out of. They're like, hey, who are you and why are you here? Some, there has been, like, one time where they recognized you and just let you in. But, um, that is not happening right now. Um, well, that's unfortunate. So, uh, how are you feeling? What's happening? You're standing here. I mean, a job's a job, and, I mean, if it pays well, I mean, you know, what you gonna do? Me. Personal Ethan, you've never had a job. <laughs> That's true. Vouch. <laughs> you know, zinger. Why did you have to zing me like that? I wasn't even... That. That's what DMs do, baby. Get it's my job, here to keep you in check. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're chilling. Job's a job. You're waiting. There's nobody, no voices at the at the door. Your gate's still closed. How am I supposed to do? I mean, all jobs, of a sudden, jobs like go. You hear oh, a shit. crash. You know, you hear something that sounds. You just hear a straight of crash. You do. Oh, like, I don't know how this looks when this. You hear a crash. You hear, like, a bunch of, like, the sound of, like, maybe a bunch of paper falling over. Definitely something glass breaks or hits the ground very hard. Um, and this small half-goblin man actually comes up, and it is a metal grate you can, like, kind of see through it if you squint, but it doesn't matter because he face plants directly into it, knocking his head through the grate and onto the other side. Which is how you can see him, and he goes, Oh, jeez, um, oh, oh god, uh, what's your name and purpose? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Frank, I'm, I'm here for that job offering, the poster, I saw a flyer. The poster? The poster? Yes. Uh, you are right. right. I'm fine, I just tripped, uh, my head's not supposed to be here. Oh, I assumed, I, it's not my first time coming here. Oh, that's good, um, hey, we got... I'm sorry. <laughs> he he desperately right. self-insert. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> he desperately tries to pull his head through through the. His ears are too big to fit back through. Okay, he desperately tries to pull his head back through the grate. After some minor struggling, he he pulls back through. Probably like scrapes the sides of his head, but it, it doesn't matter. And you hear him go scampering off. His nervous little footsteps. Um, you hear the crunch of broken glass under one of his steps, actually. Ow. And he runs off. God. Couple, like, minute or so goes by. And then, um, he you hear the... <laughs> he died. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't have all day. <laughs> you hear the steps return. 
open um, with another set of feet, like heavier footfalls. And hear a voice go, well, what are you waiting for? Open the gate. And he goes, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to open. I'm sorry. And you hear uh, like a loud like metal clink. Like a and then Explode. the gates raise up, and you are allowed to walk through. About time. Yeah. Out of the on the other side, you can see the rest of the booth. There's like a little like glass window, like like a bank teller, I guess. But it's just sort of like loose and like built into the side of this wall with like a little room behind it. And um, you see this poor little goblin man like physically shaking as he's like pressing buttons and stuff. He pulls the lever with surprising ease. Even though he looks like a twink, he pulls the lever with surprising ease and the gates go back down. And you also see next to him a, eh, he's kind of short, half-elf man. Yep. They step out of the booth. The the goblin actually follows him out of the booth for a couple steps. And then he stops and is like, oh, wait, I'm sorry, I have to go to the gate. I'll see you later. And uh, goes back to the booth. And the half-elf man steps out and goes, uh, hey, it's been a long time. You actually recognize this man as, like, Jared, like, John, John something, John, maybe. It's it's definitely a J name. Um, And he is actually the main person that you've spoken to every single time you've come here for a job. So he greets you, friendly clap on the shoulders, and he goes, well, uh, it's been a long time. You're the only one who showed up for the fly so far? You see anybody else out there? No, it's just me. The entire trip. That's a bit strange. You know, I would have thought more people would, like, come for the cash reward or something, but I don't know. And he gazes out into the rest of the city. You guys are sort of, like, in the main marketplace, so there's... It's mainly just the people who live here and not, like, tourists. You know that there's a tourist section, like, down... Further down. And... A bit further down, in a more dilapidated part. Hold on, I wasn't, I didn't have the music up, I was focused on monologuing. In a more dilapidated part of the town, because the part four tourists is significantly shittier. You see, a guy. Is he a guy? You don't really know. It's hard to tell, because he just sort of looks like this weird metal contraption. It's like a big <laughs> TV screen on like a singular Wii, oh wait. That's yeah. my job. I'm, I just want to describe There is um, a large, like, old-timey television set, it looks like, with a single wheel leg on the bottom. Just one wheel. Uh, on either side are big, big, fat metal arms with clawed hands. And then on the TV screen is just a cowboy doing, like, finger guns. Yeah. And, and then the whole chassis is very dusty and dirty. And then at the top, there's this a little piece of wording that says Atlas. And that is my character, Atlas. It's covered in graffiti. It's covered in graffiti. His, yes. he, there's like a hole in the back of his chassis that looks like something has chewed into it. Yeah. But we'll get there later. We'll get there. So Atlas is here in yes. this dilapidated part of town. He's coming back from um, some stuff. Yeah. A little bit of a letdown last time. He's just keeping his eye out for anyone interesting or useful that he can see. He can hear me. But yeah, he's just sort of, you know, chilling, surveying. Chilling as a robot does. Just... 
shoulders are robot, his arms are out, like at the at the 90 degree angle, just sort of chilling, uh, meandering down this road. You hit like a little pebble, and it kind of sucks because like you're used to having to like almost trip because you have like one wheel. I have one wheel, and, and it's a little rusty. Everywhere. Yeah, it's from all of the rocks that you're constantly running over. But 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 but. but. You're chilling. You're just sort of going on, on your own, sort of like silent, you know? You're not really tapping anybody, you're waving around. People sort of like glance at you and then look away. They're sort of, yeah, they're a bit intrigued, but not enough to ask questions because robots are usually bad at being around here. And the people who do recognize you don't really care because you're just so, such sort of guy, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm just a dude and a big robot. Out of the hole in the back of your chassis, where it looks like someone has like chewed through it. Someone has chewed through someone it. Someone has chewed through it. And... They come bounding out of this hole, scampering around you like a like a gross little. You little hear the wet slaps of something on the floor. Yes, as Meg introduces her character. You see, if you're far away, it's just like a little green dot that's moving very very fast. But if you get it up close, you see a little frog standing at about uh, seven centimeters tall. Um, yes, standing. Uh, he wears baggy overalls and. A measuring cup as a hat. It's like a little tin measuring cup, probably like half a tablespoon, like a tablespoon size. Um, he doesn't really have much on him um, other than his trusty uh, banjo made out of a stick, some string, and a um, bottle cap for grape soda that he found. And like, you know, a little little hacky sack with a, you know, his gold and his, his little traveling kit. And yeah, he's just kind of made home in his friend Atlas, who is his best friend who he loves so much. And he's just a little moist also all the time. He's a green frog. When Tog jumps out, Atlas sighs disappointedly. Yeah. Oh, and also both of you say you're raising class. Uh, Warforged artificer. Yes. Uh, frog folk bard. Yes. But yeah, you guys are having that funky little interaction. You're starting to like pass through... The um oh, the tourist Tog. Did I say his name? I don't. No, you didn't. His name's Tog. His name's Tog. T O G Tog. Tog the Frog is his full name. He's a sweet little boy. And we left him. Nothing bad will ever happen. To Tog, him. please stay in the chassis while we're in town. You frighten people. Absolutely not. Oh my god, there's so many people here. Oh my god. Tog. Across the street, you see a a little boy who has like very red skin and like this white puff of hair. Just like look at you holding a mason jar and like a spoon. And there, there's like this like hyper like grin that sort of forms on his face. He starts shaking and like hyperventilating as he sees you around. And he's like, <laughs> Dad, 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 Dad. And he turns to his his father, who is a slightly larger man of the same description. And he's like, What is it, son? He's like, Look, look, there's a little frog wearing pants. And <laughs> I do a little dance. Another self insert. He bursts into tears. <laughs> he's like, Dad, look. And he's like. Listen, son, that guy's been in town for like a couple days. This is the third time we've seen him. Calm down. Calm, please. I do a little tap and dance with my wife. Come on. You want some more berries and cream? He goes, Oh, I love that. And then um, <laughs> the father takes him off somewhere else. I decided I hate DD. <laughs> I quit. I quit. But yeah, you guys are passing from the tourist section to the main area because there's like a there's like a giant water fountain and then a marketplace around that full of like stalls and stuff and like some people's homes that they like sell things out of we're getting there i should mention there's some weird dark stains 
on uh, Atlas's chassis. Yeah. What? Along with the graffiti. Some weird, like, stains. Oh, oh the graffiti. <laughs> Some of them seemingly also... fresher than others. Mm-hmm. The graffiti, also, there's a pog written numerous times in places Atlas can't see. Um, drawings of frogs. Uh, Tog was he. Tog used too many E's. He used an H, which was shocking that he knew that one. He forgot it immediately after he wrote it. And then E, 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 and then a picture of a frog. You guys are passing from the tourist section to the, the marketplace and stuff, you know, just sort of chilling. Uh, Atlas, you're kind of. Disappointed? Oh, I'm I'm, 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 this is just how it is with Tog. Yeah. No, not in Tog. Uh, about the the state of, um... Oh, the state of adventurers these days. It's just not good. It's not great. They've really been letting me down recently. Yeah. Back in my day, this never would happen. Tog is actually... Kids these days. Tog, would you be regaling Atlas with the tales of the last party that you surveyed, or not? How long ago was it? Like, like, yesterday night. Oh, uh, if I haven't already, then Tug yeah. I barely remembers. <laughs> Tug is desperately trying to describe this party of adventures to you, but like there was the keeps... white one that just like turned into me, like he was like a white person, and then he was me. It was very confusing. <laughs> but then there was the bard. The bard was very nice, but the bard got really hurt, and then they all had to run out of the cave because you know the bard was hurt, and they're like, "Oh, my buddy!" And the bard's like, "Oh, it's fine." And then they all ran out of the cave. Um, what else do I remember? Really just those two. What do you mean he was white? It was like an old white guy and then like like white like white like 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 the clouds white and then he just looked at me and he's like huh? and then he turned into me. He was a tog. There was another tog for Atlas. There was two of them. It was great. <laughs> okay. Um Okay. We're gonna keep going. Yeah. And as you guys are passing further into the marketplace, Atlas, you are always keeping a vigilant eye. And you see Johnny Sweet Tooth, man that you recognize, who would maybe recognize you? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'm just a robot. I know Johnny Sweet Tooth. Talk, you don't know anyone. (laughs) Atlas canonically says that to Talk. God. (laughs) Okay. Oh god, okay. Uh, you see Johnny Sweet Tooth standing with a very tall, very strong looking half orc with like shield and sword on their back. Talk, why can't you ever get me any people like that? I can meet him now! And I run off! Oh. (laughs) I bolt. (laughs) I can do it now! I got, I got, I got, don't even worry about else. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got. And I'm going to jump up to the height of, I'm guessing this is Frank? Yes. Go. Hello, my name is. And I'm gonna fall back down. I'm gonna jump again. My name is Hawkins. Very nice to meet you. I'm gonna fall back down. I'm gonna jump again. What's your name, Ranger? Just like jumping up and down, yeah. but he's like saying like a full sentence, yeah. but like you always miss a part of it because he goes back down. Atlas rolls up and catches Tog in mid jump. Johnny sees a flash of green out of the corner of his eye, lowers the poster, and goes, "What in the Sam Hill? What?" Because he he's taking in the fact that you're talking and that even though you look like this this frog thing, like you are just a regular frog, because you don't look like most frog folk and you yeah. are like way smaller. So frog a lot of people yeah. mistake you for a frog. Yeah. But he realizes that you're you might be like a little guy because you have like little little overalls, you know, like an instrument on your back and you're speaking. Hi. My, my name's Tog. Yes, this is Tog. Hi, Tog. Hi. Oh, okay. You're really I apologize. Tall. They're not that tall. They're so tall. 
I and, and you're like tiny. What? We apologize. I apologize. Todd does not you apologize. You should apologize. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it's all. You want to see my dance? Uh-huh. Please, no, Todd. Put Todd back in the hole. <laughs> no, actually, I do want to see the dance. What? Bring me back! Bring me back! Bring me back! Start banging on. I think you should be allowed. To do bring me out! Bring me back! Bring me back! Alice reluctantly retrieves Todd. He does a little dance. He like it's like kind of just like swinging his arms back and forth, and then like he kicks a foot out each time, and then he ends it with like slapping his feet really quickly onto like the surface, so it makes a slapping sound like he's tap dancing. Just... Frank is not very amused by this. Can I do a performance check? Atlas yes. is less amused. Yes, you can. All oh, right, first level session. Let's go. Next uh, 12 plus 4, so 16. 16? That's pretty good. Johnny looks like a very southern hardened man, but his eyes do crinkle a bit at the corners. His mouth quirks up just the slightest bit, as he seems, like, delighted by your little, your little antics. Um, listen, Jerry, I'm not sure I have the time for this. Oh, sorry, I was just getting distracted. Um, he looks over at you, Atlas, and he looks you up and down, and then sort of, like, squints, and he's like, Nah. Um, you boys in town for... <laughs> are you boys in town for the, um... Well, this? He, like, turns around the flyer and shows it to you. I don't think I've seen you around here before. Yes. Are there other adventurers for it? Well, we got one so far. Um, and I got one back at home. Um. So two. Yeah. Would you consider them competent? I've talked at least one of them with my life, so... And you're not too bad yourself either. And he punches Frank on the shoulder very, very southern manly. Frank takes two points of damage. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank is still not very amused. <laughs> She's just really tired. Yeah. Okay. Tog is not breathing really heavy. <laughs> well, I mean. Atlas whacks Tog. But, like, since Tog is so small, it just, like, squishes. He squishes, like, those, like, hi- like those compressors <laughs> videos. And he compresses. And then, when Alice pulls his hand up, Todd's like a little bit stuck to it. <laughs> For a second, Johnny thought you just murdered him in cold blood. So he's like, oh god, what the... Hi. This happens a lot. Don't worry about it. And my lungs stopped working. I just need a little... He doesn't have lungs. He doesn't know what that means. Well, I mean, resiliency's a plus, so... Um, it's something. I'm just gonna head back home real quick and um, find the other... Adventure for the party, and uh, I'll get you a meeting with the mayor to discuss the job. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, it's not too. It's pretty close. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The mayor. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll come with you. Uh, when was the last time you were at Sugar's then? Oh, it's been a couple of weeks since the last party came through. Weeks? Oh, yeah. So you didn't recognize that? You know that the mayor is Rourke Sweet Tooth. You've probably seen him before in passing. He doesn't really leave Tog, his house mayor. or the town hall. But... <laughs> Tog, ha- Tog has no object permanence and would recognize him immediately, but the second he looks away, he forgets to do this. Right now, Tog has no idea where he's going, but he's yeah. having a great time. He's, he pulls out his little banjo and he starts playing a little show tune. As you should. As you, as you play this funky little show tune, uh, you guys all meander, walk, roll, whatever you're doing, whatever form of movement you got going on. 
And that's where we end the session. No. And that's where we end the campaign. Okay. <laughs> just the I just campaign. wasn't in it. I was just here to watch. Z, you are a viewer. You're welcome. How'd you enjoy it? Oh, it's very good. Tog also tries to actively talk to Frank. Oh, let's go. You guys can Frank does not answer. As you want. What's your name? I'm Tog. Tog, you can't just ask people their names. <laughs> I like your shields. What does the shield look like? What does the shield look like? Uh, it's big and it's it's stolen. Frank doesn't know where she got it from. What does it look like? Took it off like some drunkard outside of a bar. But <laughs> it's got like royal blue and like a real nice crest. There's a dragon on it. Oh boy. Wow. Yeah. Alice, what's on the what's on the shield? What's that? It's a dragon. Oh my god, what's it? What you is don't that? know what a dragon is? Yeah. <laughs> How old? Am I a dragon? No, you're not a dragon. Is this you, a you've dragon? asked me that before. <laughs> like a couple times. How far is the house? Ugh, we're getting there. And as you guys have been passing from the sort of, like, marketplace area and, like, where it seems like most of the people in the town live, but Johnny's just sort of been walking through it, through the tourist destination, um, and then, like, around the sort of partially formed wall, because there are, like, walls being currently built around the city, but they aren't, like, fully constructed yet. You see a, a group of guys all, like, working on this wall, like, like handing each other giant bricks and, like, cement and all the whatever. And one of them sees Johnny goes, hey, and waves to him, and Johnny waves back, and then the rest of them all get, see him, and they're like, Are they hey. singing, like the dwarves? No. I hope. There are I dwarves, hope. but they are not singing. There are dwarves, orcs, full orcs, and humans. Why aren't they singing? Half orcs. Because they're just working. Yeah, they hate their it jobs? It takes too much breath. Sometimes. Way, hey, up she rises. Way, hey, up she rises. Way, hey, up she Could I message with Atlas? Do you have a message? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know because he was like a computer. <laughs> yeah. But like, as you're passing through this tourist destination, you get to sort of the outskirts of town, and then a couple yards away, you see two buildings. You see this one like larger building, like old western saloon type. It looks exactly like a saloon. It is literally just a saloon. It has a giant sign. This is just like Fallout New Vegas. That is pink. <laughs> it has a giant pink sign carved out of wood that is sort of like faded with time. And in white lettering, in all caps, it says the cavity. And right next to it, you see what looks like, like a regular house. Um, he takes you on this path up to the cavity, pushes the saloon doors open. Please, 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 please. And walks in. You guys walk in or? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I will wait. Are there steps? And also, how would Atlas get up the steps? Oh, God, there are steps. Atlas's wheel just goes up. He's in a very advanced machine. Jumps. Frank picks him up. <laughs> Frank, oh, thank you. This is very Lips awkward. Oh, wow, you're yeah. so strong. Uh, don't mention it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Talk, you said that to everyone. So cool. You said that to a three-year-old yesterday. There's, they were so strong. They lifted up a balloon. Do you know how heavy those are? Balloons float. <laughs> it's so heavy. What's floating? <laughs> it's Canada that Tog thinks balloons are heavy. <laughs> they are. Tog, Tog, I'm going to ask you to do something that I know you cannot do. I could do it. Please just, like, be a little quiet. Got it. Tog, like, starts turning red. <laughs> Tog is holding He starts vibrating. <laughs> And as as you walk in, just like holding your breath, vibrating, Frank is just flexing on all of us. Johnny calls out, "Hey, Nor, we gotta, we're gonna go meet with the mayor. You ready to go?" 
Yeah. Zia, please introduce your character. Hi, my name's Nori Mal, and I am 57. Oh I am uh, 57. I am 5'2", yes, uh, <laughs> and I am built just like Danny DeVito, my favorite superhero. <laughs> I have a purple cowboy hat and some Hawaiian memorabilia shirt, uh, some khaki shorts with rainbow fishnet and some platform boots. And they're detachable. Thank you, God, for this music. <laughs> All right. At this point, Frank is shaking so hard <laughs> that they have to put Atlas down. <laughs> what a laughter. laughter. Yes. Right here. Yes. The cowboy picture on Atlas's screen changes from like a cowboy with finger guns to just a cowboy just standing there <laughs> looking very disappointed. <laughs> Todd is gonna like is gonna explode. <laughs> I, I wipe my nose. Howdy, um, fellas. Yeah, and you see the um. So this... where's the other adventurer? I'm right here. Oh. Nice to meet you. I'm Nor. I'm, I'm Todd. <laughs> he like explodes out. You play the banjo, little man. Roll insight. <laughs> Anybody who wants to can roll insight. I can roll insight. I want to roll insight. My turn to roll insight. It's a twelve. Oh wait, no, that's that's enough. What is insight? Can't. Not going to. Yeah. Okay. I roll insight. <laughs> Let roll me inside. roll insight. I don't know why you would, but sure. Hey, God, you never know. There's a 19. Okay. Plus five. Oh, no, I got five. Okay. Tog, you are trying so hard to hold your breath and be quiet as Atlas has asked you because, like, Atlas, he's Atlas, you know? If he asks you something, you gotta do it. So, are you trying so hard? <laughs> That's such a good roll, and it wasn't necessary. As you extend your hand to Atlas, you look down and see your own wedding ring. And Atlas sees your wedding ring. And he glances over at Tony oh. and sees another matching ring down on his hand on his left hand on his ring finger. And he goes, ah. oh, this is this is the other adventure. You got a problem? My husband. I just said my ring. I forgot it was there. Oh. Not there. This is this is Sorry, sorry, you're just so random, I can't help it. Tog breathes really heavily. <laughs> this is the first, this is, Johnny looks like a mess. He's like this hardened, like, strong southern man that has barely shown emotion this entire time. His entire face is red. He looks like he's going to start sweating. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll stop, I'll stop. What's your problem, Tog? you never seen a gay person? <laughs> oh, little one, I joke. I'm, you're not bad, little one, I'm sorry. Little one, as you look up to have to see her face. <laughs> Atlas is for sure, certainly, these people are also going to die, but he's kind of interested to see what happens. <laughs> oh, can I say something? You're about to explode, oh my god, yes. Oh, my name is Tog, it's very nice to meet you, I like your shoes. Oh, thank you. They are detachable, you want to see? Yes! I take the platforms off, and then I take them and I start clapping them. Alex, can I get those? This is... I can make you a bear. I'm very good. I'm very good. I can make shoes. Johnny is watching this like Nor has hung the stars in the moon in the sky. Yes, 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 right. yes, yes, yes. So I'll do a little, do you want to see my dance? Yes, go okay, for it. hold on, boys, calm down now. We gotta, we have a meeting. Like, we actually have a meeting. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. He pulls out, like, this, this weird, like, white rock thing that's, like, flat on the surface. And, um... It's so... <laughs> And he punches in, like, he's, like, tapping on it with his fingers, and then he lifts it to his ear, and he goes, hey, um, uh, I rounded up a party for, no, yeah, but, yeah, mm-hmm, 
I love this song. I understand that. I love it when he plays this song. The okay. music is interesting. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is Norse Introduction's one. This is my favorite song. Thank you, so God, for playing this music for me. It's five minutes long. And I think it's funny. Oh, um, We should probably stop that. The, the, mood, is, the mood has ended. <laughs> um, Johnny goes, yeah. The satellite crashes through the atmosphere. And he looks over across the guy and he goes, check. three. And then he... He like lowers the phone from his mouth and he goes, he looks at you, Alice, and goes, is he one of the, is he Kevin? Just say three and a half. Three and a half? You'll understand it when we get there. Come on. I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, whatever. Bye. See you, see you later. And there's he hangs up. probably met Atlas before with other parties, right? Yeah, probably. I don't think he'd remember you. You want to play something? He doesn't remember the oh. giant robot. He would... Oh, wait, no, yeah. If you're there, that... Yeah, no, yeah. There. Also interesting that none of the other parties ever have returned. But that's something for the main. That is group. something that only the players know, and that, the characters yeah. do not, because he said that as a DM. I just, and I want to make sure you know. Sorry. I, look, he's playing something, man! Oh, that's beautiful. Atlas temporarily turns off his robot ears. Can I join you? Josh is looking at you like, what? Okay. Why are there so many songs about rain? So when can we go see the mayor? Isn't that not funny? Roll to test his patience. But... Can I roll performance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me too. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, no, going right now. His schedule just cleared up. Please get in that one. Please get in that one. Please get in that one. Fifteen plus um. Four. I got uh, eleven. Fifteen. Um. He's less amused. He's, yeah, he's less amused like than he was there. last time. His patience is definitely starting to grow. I like, got a okay, sixteen. Johnny enjoys it because you're his husband and he loves you. Um, he goes, listen, guys, we gotta go, like, right now. I don't know how long. Alright, let's go. Let's go. And he takes you back through... I put Tog in the hole. Alright, okay, back. Immediately the world disappears to Tog. Good. Johnny watches this with, like, abject horror. He's like, what the fuck? Isn't that You hear the song? Isn't that weird? The song suddenly stops. He just, like, disappears. Doesn't he have, like, electricity in it? Does that hurt him? Or? He doesn't have a nervous system. You what? open it up again, Tox is cheering on a wire. Oh my god, he could get electrocuted! <laughs> oh, is that like the shopping? That, that's yeah. the As he's, Every time he chews oh, on the wire, so the screen just... shakes a little bit. Good. Oh. It's a little, he's, he, cause he has no teeth, it's just gums. <laughs> so he's just doing okay, buddy? You got it, you're kind of shaking? Is that no? No, this is this happens. This is a thing. I don't think it should happen, Bucko. Let's go see the mayor. Alright, yeah. alright. And you guys pass from the through the tourist section again. Guys kinda look at you weird. Because you you're like a group of people. <laughs> oh um, can I one of my one of my fake elf ears falls off. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Johnny, okay. Johnny looks at you and squints. When was the last time you cleaned those? Um, holy cow. So you're definitely taking a shower. Right. Alright. Um, you guys are passing through the tourist section. Atlas, you see other Warforged that look nothing like you because you are unique. Whether or not, simply built different. They are, are more like, just like whole, <laughs> like, robot guys. Just like whole humanoid guys, but like robots very clearly. Um, with like cowboy hats and ponchos and stuff. 
Some of them are like dressed like like typical cowboys. Some of them are just like. Can I romance one? Go this is D and D. Of course you can. Go for it. How Come do you want to do that? How do you want? You guys are passing through the tourist section, which looks kind of like that. Hey kid, I, I wink at I wink at one of the robot cowboys. He doesn't see you. Um, <laughs> he's too wrapped up in chewing on a on a toothpick, very lost in thought. And yeah, cowboys. You guys are shit. passing through this tourist section. You see other warforged. You see like random people of like varying races. This town seems to be sort of mostly like orcs, half orcs, humans, elves, etc. But you see like other people, like some loose Arakakra. You see like a kangaroo, which is kind of kind of weird, kind of froggy. I knew one of those back in my yeah, day. Unfortunately, I knew one of those. Just, oh, just really you. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Well, he's not even here. His well, name started with like a, a Z. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, tell a story, Nor. And you know that Johnny's doing one? that thing Which one? where he like, he just wants to listen to you talk. He's not actually listening and you, as you guys are passing through. Yeah, any of them. Well, okay. And he's just sort of mostly on through. Alice is thinking about other stuff. He is. Why is he not? Talking to him over You guys are passing through the... You guys pass through to the marketplace, and then, like, by the wall, sort of, more in the places where it starts to get into more, like, homes and less businesses, you see this giant building, like, off-white limestone and wood, mainly, you know, and it's got, like, a big fat sign that says Town Hall, also carved out of wood, like the bar sign, and he walks up the stairs with you guys following in tow. Frank carries me, thank you, Frank. Thank God. Problem. Carrying both of us. Yeah. I'm yeah, holding that a lot of weight. Okay. Yeah. Tog, you're holding your hand. Hold on, should Tog roll something to see if they fall out onto Frank? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I want this so bad. Acrobatics, Acro- and that's fine. Onto my hat. It's not bad. Acrobatics is uh, that's sixteen. I'm gonna use my authority to say as a DM that means you do fall. No, <laughs> what was the DC on that? Uh, a hundred. <laughs> Tog <laughs> falls. He's like ah, and falls right onto his face. Yeah. Oh hi. Get like a wet slap of oh. little frog on your on your forehead. It's a little moist. It's a little moist. My name's Tog. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too, man. You're very handsome. Thanks. You're welcome. Johnny turns to you, Frank, and under his breath, hopefully not loud enough for the other security. He goes, I'm so sorry. You have to say that louder for the mic to pick up. He goes, I'm so sorry. I didn't know this was going to happen. That's all right. Do you want me to hold him? Alice doesn't see I'll it, but he him. feels suddenly safer. Can, 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 can I hold him? The frog. Yeah, I think that would be best. Can I hold you? Absolutely. He's not ready to jump out. The frog? Did something happen? Are you like his dad, or like what's going on? It's weird. I don't... He seems like a, like a little toddler. Is he just like a little baby man? or I'm Baby just... man! It's a baby man! We need to get one of those someday. We need to get a baby man. Do you want to keep him? Yes! Can we keep him? If we survive this Talk adventure, just, you like, can have it. I'd like to say that... Uh, uh, Actually, real persuasion. <laughs> that Norma's just holding him like you would hold like a, like a stuffed Did animal. Did you get a nat 20? I got a nat 20. <laughs> can we keep him, please? He looks at you like he wants I, to say no so bad. Alice has very more. pleading eyes. He's playing on Johnny's kindness. He's like, please. Please. I, I want a baby so I'm bad. I have like maybe five like years left. He looks like he's dancing. about to shut you down and then he turns to Nor and his heart just crumbles and he's like, oh, 
Frank, Frank is holding Atlas out like this to to <laughs> What's to happening? further the persuasion. You Atlas is so great. Don't worry about it, talk. It's into fine. Into the building. I love and you. you see like this beautiful it's crazy. It's huge. Because this entire town has sort of like, you know, like cowboy town energy. Yeah. Uh the houses that are like actually people's houses are made of more like bricks and stuff. They're more well put together, but then there are also buildings that are just like straight up like shitty like cowboy wood, very poorly put together very quickly, you know, like like the hotel that you pass by. Looks like it's falling apart. This is like super nice. This is like way nicer ah, than government. any of you would have been expecting. It has like smooth floor that looks like some sort of really nice polished rock. There is a little counter and there is a half work woman sitting behind the counter, uh, just sort of chilling, like filling up papers and stuff. Her her hair is tied into like a very tight like bun. And she's wearing like a sort of like more formal uniform. So you can't romance the half I'm not trying to romance the half You have a husband. I have a husband. Would I know this, her name? Uh, her name is Sasha. Hello, Sasha. Oh. I am back. Oh, yeah. Um, hold on. Let me just check and see if work is busy. And Johnny holds up my hand. He's like, he's not. I was just on the phone with him. He's. If he tells you he is, he's a, he's a fucking liar. Um, That's government for you. We're here. Are the boys here? And she's like, oh, yes, the Marsh representatives came in about five minutes ago. If you just get that, you already know your way around. And he goes, thank you, Gally. He, like, adjusts his little cowboy hat cowboy to her. Tips his hat. He does, like, the cowboy. Tog tries to <laughs> replicate it, but, like, it doesn't have <laughs> Oh, wait, yeah. He, you just he pull the tin over your eyes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Todd pulls the tin down over his eyes, instantly goes to sleep. Oh. Whoa, He's can... so tired like a baby. Oh sees you just like drop. He is like, can I pet him? You can keep him. Alright. Please, I want a baby so bad. We'll have this conversation later. Okay. Come on. Uh, right through this door. And he takes you through this door. This, like, actual solid door. It's not, like, cylinder doors. It's, like, the front door. It looks solid. Opens up the door. You walk into what looks like a small little office. You know, wooden desk. There's a there's a, another half-elf man behind it. Perception check. Am I Anyone who wants to. <laughs> there's a two. Nor do you take the thing off of oh, the you take the thing off of Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm back. I got an eight. I got a Two 20. Holy shit. A nat 20? Perception? That's a nat 20? Yeah, perception. Nat 20. Or insight, whatever it is. All right, so uh, 18. Okay. Wait. Um, I want to do uh, insight. I got a four. Oh, God. Okay. Bad You forget. You kind of forget who work is. You don't, you don't really recognize this man. You're like, has he always been a man? Who is this guy? Is he new? Is he like an intern? Um, Frank, you immediately recognize... This is Johnny, this is, this man is related to Johnny. This man, you can, you see a little, like, uh, plaque on his desk that says Mayor Sweet Tooth, and, like, he's, they're probably definitely related. They're 100%, like, closely related. They look exactly like each other. Todd, you actually pick up on this, too. You, you look at Johnny, and then you look at this man who just looks like a more polished, more, like, businessy, refined version of Johnny. It's a little confusing. But... I think they're the same person. Yeah. Unless it, like... Well, I think that too. <laughs> you think both of me and Nora are just like going you back. You know and something's forth. wrong because you see Johnny and then you see like business Johnny, and that's a little confusing. To you. And 
around in the chairs that uh, face this desk are five guys. There are five guys just sitting there. Hello, five guys. That's my favorite burger place. Um, <laughs> Nor, you know all of these people by face and by name because you are used to, like, just being there with Johnny in meetings, even if you're not, like, necessary, which <laughs> is most of the time. Yeah. You just like to accompany him because you get bored. Um, you recognize the dwarf to be Caleb Derkelson. There is a large bugbear that is sort of, like, hunched down in his chair. Like, he's trying to make himself smaller, but he's, like, he's, like, eight feet tall, so it's kind of hard. Um, you recognize this as Nordok's Skull Smasher. You see a human man sitting up straight in a chair with his hands folded, just, like, sitting there. Like, he's happy to be there, but he's, like, holding himself- he's, like, holding all of his thoughts inside. Like, he wants to, like, say something, but he- he- doesn't. And his name is Tyrinian. You call him Tori for short. There is a half-orc who's just sort of sitting there passively, also with the same expression, but with, like, way less energy. Like, the energy coming off this human man is rolling off of him in waves. And the other one is just, like, looks very polite and passive, and you know him as Clag. And then Clag. you see a... My boy. Thanks, a homeboy. Yeah. You see a genasi. A candy genasi. Um, bright berry red skin. And like white, a shock of like white hair. Is it, the same, sort of, is it like the dad we saw earlier? Do you put that together in your brain? You can make a roll for it. <laughs> what yeah. would that be? I think top of insight. Just... Thirteen plus what? Insight perception. Maybe just wisdom. <laughs> Flat wisdom roll. Thirteen. <laughs> he looks familiar. You think he's the guy that you saw in passing? But I start to dance, but like unsure of myself. Yeah. He's just sort of sitting there, just like chilling. He looks up and sees you, and he's like, Okay. Oh. Oh, Johnny, you're here. Or oh. I, I said that in a Johnny voice. He goes, Oh, Johnny, you're here. And um, Rourke looks up from his whatever he's filling out on his desk, and he goes, Oh. As he looks from left to right across all of you. Um, yeah, and then his eyes stop in the middle at Johnny. He looks over that, looks back at Johnny. Looks right back, back at Johnny. He goes, John, Jonathan, you, these are your adventurers, huh? And Johnny goes, yep. Uh, I guess you introduce yourselves. This is the mayor talking to. Hi, I'm back. Yeah, work <laughs> looks like. You've interacted with this man enough to know that, like, he represses a sigh actively, and he goes, Ah, yes, um, Atlas. It says it. It's on my face. Mm, I mean. I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. I'm very glad to see that you're back and, and ready to help. Yep, I lived again. Oh. That's fantastic. I'm Tog. You have said that every time. Hi. Tog, get back in the chassis. No, I want to get talk. back in the chassis. I want to hold Tog. Don't just, let him back in. Just Frank cover just his eyes. No, 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 no. no, no. Frank okay. shakes your hand very reluctant. Er, Frank. Fuck. <laughs> Frank shakes Frank's hand. <laughs> Frank, you shake your... You dab yourself up because he leaves you hanging. No, he shakes your hand. Um, You seem familiar, but in a way that... He, like, vaguely recognizes you but doesn't know your name. And he goes, ah, oh, yes, I've, I've seen you around before. Did I see you again, Mayor? There's a oh, noise. Mayor, boys, how's everyone doing? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been such a long time. I haven't seen you since yesterday. Sure has. Hey, Tori, what do you have to say? I know you got something on your mind. Say it. Please don't. Please, no, no. Yes, Tori, come on, come on. 
Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked, because... And before he can even begin, Rourke holds up a hand, he's like, okay, meeting time, it's meeting time, please, oh, everybody that's focus. No fun. that's no fun. Everyone sit down. I know you and Perinian are anxious to catch up with each other, but it has only been a week since we last saw each other. Please, please. It has been a week. Please. I thought it was... Hmm. <laughs> Rourke looks, his, his, like, his... Business perfect smile like falters a little bit. He's like, please. Wait, you know that the DVD screen with the little DVD sign bounces from top to top? That's Atlas's face right now, but it's a little cowboy head. <laughs> oh my god! I, we have to wait till it hits the corner. It has to hit the corner. Cog. What the hell are you talking? I'm gonna roll to see if it hits the corner. Please. <laughs> that twenty. <laughs> yeah. It hits that dog. It hits the corner perfectly, and you jolt awake as oh, he really? finally sits down. Sorry, I was ready. Me and Norm just go. Oh! <laughs> Alright, I'm ready. Sorry. Um, sorry. I'm back. I'm, hmm. Mm. <clears throat> Pay yes. attention. You are. But that just means that you're back and ready to help again. Don't worry. I'm and there is watching. no emotion behind his eyes. <laughs> what was that? Hmm? Hmm. Hmm. Beep, beep, beep. I am aware. That's. <laughs> racist, I think. <laughs> uh, Atlas doesn't go beep, boop, beep, boop. He goes, talk, put that down. Talk, put that down. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Uh, technically true. Yeah. Alright, let's get this going, Mayor. Mr. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, can you please control him? And you can roll insight if you want to. I do. I am, there are so many like subtle things. You can roll insight at any point. He's, there are a lot of subtle things that happen. Ooh, God sees nothing. 17. I got a 10. Okay. Well, I see Seven. You notice that Rourke's hand is kind of shaking? Like, his hands where they're clasped on the desk are kind of shaking. Is Rourke the mayor? Yes. Okay. Rourke's sweet tooth is the mayor. It says so on his little desk thing. Okay. Um, His hands are sort of shaking. Atlas, you get the impression that he does not like Nor at all. And he barely tolerates Johnny because of... You notice that they're kind of... They look very similar, almost like they're related or something. I say this. You say that? I saved this in my memory. That you were just saying is that loud? Ah, you don't like Nora. Hey. And, um, hey, I don't say that. Yeah, Johnny takes her and he's like, no, calm down. It's I'm, so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm excited. Um, Alice thinks, ah, bureaucrats, which is very hypocritical. And he looks across at all of you and he goes, well, um, as you may have seen by the flyers that Johnny has put up around various places, we are looking to hire some loose workers, some um, contracted work to to help with the infestation. Um Caleb, why don't you why don't you elaborate on that? I I'm, I don't truly know the ins and outs of, of uh, Miners Association, so it would be insensitive if I were to relay this information. Uh this man <laughs> there is that? nothing behind his eyes or in his voice. He is perfectly like tone flat You're like the mayor? business. Yeah the mayor. He is just like. Is he a ghost? Can I roll <laughs> perception? Yes. I whispered to Tom. There is nothing behind. I got a sixteen. I don't know. I don't oh know. my! Is he a ghost? He he is a ghost internally. He's he a ghost. Lost so something. he's dead inside. Yes. Is what I have okay. a very important role I would like to make. Yes. Does he like Atlas? Yeah, he can make a roll for that. Does like is he like? On that one, he loves Atlas. <laughs> I'm not one. He is romantically this, interested in his robot TV show. This affects how Todd feels about him in this current moment. That's a two. 
Plus, plus what's, what is it? Insight? Insight. Or I think. Is it insight? It'll be could insight, it, yeah. Could yeah, it be, be anything else than insight? Nope, it's insight. And it's a two. Tucker just like squints his eyes. Rourke is feeling a lot of emotions currently that he's trying very hard not to display. Tom doesn't do emotions. Um, his hand is shaking. You think maybe it's because he's angry. And maybe he's angry at Atlas. But the way that he smiles at Atlas, he's totally not angry. It's like there are these two conflicting... Like, does he hate him? Is he in love with him? You don't know. Tom, Tom for panic attack. A lot of crazy stuff's happening. Tom doesn't like when he feels things other than happiness way too big. He does not You're like confusion. That's a nat one. Tom <laughs> what, begins to hyperventilate. You start hyperventilating. I go straight into the cavity. I'm like, okay, Tom, Alice, tell me when it's done. Alice, tell me when it's done. And I go in there. What the hell? And I shut the door. That happens. Sometimes. What in the world? Why? You hear it very softly. What the fuck is going on? Inside of Atlas. Please control ourselves. Um, Calum, please. Uh, tell these people, tell these, tell these, uh, adventurers? Yes. (laughs) Adventurers. As I understand it, that's the traditional term for this occupation. Yes, correct. Calum, please tell these adventurers what's been happening in the town. What do I know? I'm just a robot full of all the world's knowledge. And And dog! dog. (laughs) And a frog. Yeah. And the dwarf man perks up in his chair and goes, Ah, hello, I'm Calum Derrickelson. I know you've met me before. You look familiar. Um, He looks at Frank and goes, Nice to meet you. Uh, You don't think you've ever seen this man before. Like ever. Uh, and Tog is in the closet. And Tog <laughs> <laughs> in the closet. I mean, let me clarify. Tog is they, them, technically. I mean, he has no gender. He has no genitalia. He's just like smooth. And Tog is in the closet. He's in the closet. He also is a romantic. Tog doesn't okay. realize he's in the closet. Tog doesn't realize he's Tog goes into the closet and realizes that he's in the closet. Tog's underground. Tog, there is no closet. There is no house. He's just sitting. Yeah. He's there. He's oh. sitting in like a bunch of wires and like old control chips. That he, like, sucks on. Yeah. There's a little red light that he likes to Wait, Todd, you're in the closet? You're in the closet of this room. Like, you're no, no. in a random... He's, he's in my he's chassis. In there's a little... Oh, okay, okay. There's a little, like, um, flap that he closes okay, over he's it. upset and he doesn't want to see it. <laughs> and there's a face on the flap that's supposed to say, do not enter, but Todd doesn't know how to spell that, so just an angry frog face. <laughs> yeah. But, um, the dwarf and man perks up and he goes, ah, hello, um, Caleb Derklumson, some of you know me, some of you don't. Uh, we've been having a lot of trouble recently because, uh, well, to put it frankly, these, there are these, like, big things, these monsters, really, they're awful. And, uh, we didn't think too much of it because, like, wildlife is wildlife and sometimes big things are just there, you know? Like, I know some big things. He looks at bug- he looks at the bugbear and like makes he's like ha because the bugbear is top. Um, he <laughs> like gestures at him. The bugbear sinks a little bit more into his chair. His posture is very bad. He's definitely supposed to be way taller than he looks. And let's get secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, they've been attacking some of our people. They they actually attacked uh they attacked Tar the other day, and it's not. It's and not no one told me. Tori looks at you and goes, Nor. I told you, you didn't last tell time. me. It was just a scratch. It was just a scratch. Listen. You said you'd tell me next time that happened. I agree, we do have more important things to focus on. Thank you. So let's just get this and get out and go break this monster thing. 
Yes. All right. Um, what my compatriot was trying to say, and Tori is just like he just like picks it up. Like he was not asked, it was not left open to interpretation, but he's just he's just like going. He's like, well, there were these giant things, this sort of like horrible, like big construct thing. How many? Sort of. Well, we don't really know because we just sort of left after the first one. Miners were getting hurt. And he like, he looks over at the other guys and like, I don't know, like five. Um, they don't know. This is why the adventurers keep the, uh, being okay. What the mm-hmm. hell? They're fine. Can I do perception to see if I caught that? I think Rourke's going to roll a perception as well, so yes. There's an 18 plus zero. 18. Okay. Rourke got a 17. Uh, you pick up on that, and it's a bit concerning, but... What the hell? What'd you say? You know he's definitely got something going on underneath the surface. Rourke is talking about The little cowboy changes to like an angry guy in a suit for just like a second, and back to a cowboy. What What? the hell was that? What? Hmm. What did that just do? What? Host dog. I'm sorry, I didn't notice. I'm so sorry, I need to put on my business voice. He turns dial. Well, golly folks, I am just... Absolutely like like insight. Insight. That's a fucking good one. I like that voice. Uh, 17. Rourke has never hated you more in this mo- You've never seen hate on this man until this moment. Alex feels like kind of good. He wants to pull his ears out of his head. Yo, he usually like treats you with like, a, with like a friendly business like distance. He looks like he wants to like, crawl under his desk and like Combusted. The cowboy face is doing a little jig on the computer. Oh, I really like this one. This is a good thing. We can all please control ourselves and keep ourselves fine, professional. Fine, fine, I think what you. the Moss Union is trying to say. Yeah, that was good. That was is good that one. you can like see his like ears flex like he's they're like close bright red. They are. What <laughs> he's race? He's okay. a half elf. Okay, just like Johnny. Um, and he's like. Well, if we can all control ourselves, I think I think what my colleagues are trying to say is that there have been numerous attacks on the people of Sugarstead, including on our sheriff. Uh, it's not really a safe situation for anyone to be in, and we are trying to eradicate the threat as soon as possible. Gosh darn it, that's crazy! It is, isn't it? Alice is doing this on purpose now. <laughs> It is. He's Isn't fun. it? Um, what did you say your name was again? It's on its head. It's on my head. You <laughs> sound like right. me. So let me get this straight. You're. I'm not. <laughs> we are hiring you as freelance <laughs> workers to adventure the threat. Adventures. That's what the word's called. I don't know why he doesn't know it. Why is he the mayor? He doesn't know the words. Kind of. Hey, you know, I shouldn't criticize the government. They're in charge well, for a reason. Sometimes. You just gotta do what you gotta do. Adventure. Eradicate the threat. Play <laughs> games. The Rock Candy Mountains. He's actively tuning you out, Alice. He's trying so hard. Did Alice is like very slowly you? wheeling Did up you closer say to you with his giant speed. Black Thunder Mountain? This here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. (laughs) Frank is running. Frank is running her hand along the surface of Atlas, trying to find a mute button. I'm gonna have to go back. Her hand goes, "Hey, come on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I know. I can change my voice if you prefer. That would be perfect. Goodness gracious! I'm so sorry for that. Intrusion upon this environment. This is worse. It's fun. It's now there's like this like fancy guy with like a like a pencil mustache. You hear the really sweeps over the bay. You hear from the inside of Alice. Oh, I like this one. This one's good. I like this one too. Because um, 
Yes, we've hired you as freelance workers, mentors. Um, he says with a pointed look from Johnny, like like he sort of like looks at him and he's like, adventurers. To eradicate the threat plaguing Rock Candy Mountains, we are willing to offer you a uh, free stay in the hotel in the town as, uh, you know. I live here. As a... I don't need to sleep. I'm a robot. Doesn't the frog look so right. What are the accommodations? Yes, free accommodations for your help. And we also have a cash reward if you actually do manage to secure a threat. Uh, I also have some people I think you should speak to, other than just these fine gentlemen. He waves his hand at the Moss representatives, who all give him varying amounts of acknowledgement. Bugbear. Just sort of looks at the camera. And he goes, um, I think you should probably have a conversation with our sheriff, because she is the law in this town and has had, like, face-to-face encounters with I this and we should probably excuse me mr mayor yes do you have the receipts from the previous electoral cycles i'd like to see what percentage of the vote your sheriff won by to determine the reasonability of her authority <laughs> yes. frank is glaring <laughs> at ah, us it's so funny i'm so glad we have some money johnny what and johnny's like do you not keep track of your voting history? Did they vote for you? I voted? How do you vote? Well, I know you didn't vote. I mean, I have votes, but like, I... What's voting? They tell me things, and I tell my... I don't need to explain my business practice to you. Business practice? No, actually, actually, roll a flat charisma roll before that happens. Roll a flat charisma roll. As you ask all of these invasive questions. Oh shit, that's a 21. <laughs> because he sort of like shrinks under the weight of your stare, like as your very posh voice is like saying this. I'm criticizing the government. Um, and his, he sort of like flushes a bit embarrassed that he's been caught looking this informal. And he goes, well, um, we do hold votes. I, I do keep track of them mentally. I tell my secretary she keeps note of it. And... Um, why right, is there an issue, Mr. Atlas? The the guy with the the wine glass just suddenly just staring straight forward. No, no issue at all. Just interesting. <laughs> and then back to holding the wine glass again. <laughs> he looks like he feels threatened. Do you hear a rainbow connection happening? <laughs> Oh, um, there's a little dot like right above Atlas's screen. It's like a camera, and it is focused directly into Rourke's eyes. Do I see the feed? Uh, you don't see the feed, but someone does. What the fuck, Atlas? <laughs> anyway, can I see if I can see the light, please? <laughs> you want to? You want to see the very obvious glowing light in the middle of the screen? <laughs> no, no, this you don't have to roll. You can see the glowing light, the directed point at. No, it's like out. colorblind. Then roll it's for it. Life. If you feel that you must, if then it's you may roll for it. think it's in character. Three. Three, you don't you see don't. it. You don't. You don't see it. You don't see it. He goes, well, um, I think if that's all for this meeting, then Johnny, would you mind escorting these people around the town, showing them what they need to see, taking them to the people they need to speak to? I'm very busy, and this meeting is already... He looks down at his wrist, and there's just like a like a fat chunk of that same like material that Johnny's weird crystal slab was made out of. Um, with some like carbons in it, he's like, I'm already very over time. I need to get back to paperwork. Uh, Derkelson, if you could 
escorted people out. And Caleb, like, nods. He's got this, like, miner's hat on, and he, like, adjusts it politely in the cowboy way. It is a pleasure as always, Mr. Mayor. I will see you again soon. Can I get one of those hats? I he backs up, making maintaining eye contact with the man. <laughs> Derrickson. Yeah. Can I get one of those hats? You know they're for miners only. Well, I have a hat collection. You know, I got the the tricorn and the, the the purple cowboy hat, and you know the other ones like the beanies and the. You know, I want one of those. He looks over at the the bugbear and the candy genasi on like the end of the rows, and he goes. He looks like squinting at them. Um, the berry guy just sort of like shrugs, and the bugbear's like, and he's like, "Well, I'll see what I can do." Hell yeah! But uh, we should really get back to work. The wall's not gonna build itself. Oh, God, I wish it did. And then they'll walk off um, at varying speeds. And the Johnny, <laughs> we're gonna make the Candy Rock Monsters pay for No, make. What's this place called? Again? Jesus Christ! Sugar Makes bed. sugar stand great, great again. again. Oh. What's Frank doing right now? What's Frank doing? Frank is internally face palming. Johnny has stood up and is brushing off his like little his little slats. Atlas is extremely pleased with himself. I'm sure he. World is looks like he's gonna pop a fucking blood vessel if you don't leave right now. And so Johnny like he like gives him a friendly wave, doesn't say anything, ah. and he's like, "Well, uh, I need to take you off." We're out of town. I need to go, you know, meet some people. Ah, but of course, Mr... What was it? Sweet yeah. Tooth? Sweet Tooth. Mr. Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Right behind you. I mean, yeah. Everybody calls me Sweet Tooth, but uh, my last name is actually Mal. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, Mr. Mal and Mr. Mal. Yeah. Oh, what a lovely couple, I must say. Yeah. Johnny's, like, uncomfortably embarrassed. <laughs> like, he is just, like, so... He's like... Oh, wow. Alice is also really anyway. close to him. Oh, oh god! Oh god! Like, well, anyway, yeah. Um, I should probably take there. y'all around the town and see the. Oh, and if you, I don't know if you can tell, but it's kind of a tourist trap. Um, so there are some stores and stuff around if you'd like to peruse. I guess I want to go touristing. It's been don't so you long. Live here? Don't you live yeah, here? I know, but I don't get to do this often. You live what? What do you do, usually? I'm fascinated. Well, I, I play piano at the bar. I drink at the bar. Uh bother my husband what at do the you, bar. What do, what do you do outside of the bar? <laughs> this looks funny. What is there outside the bar? Your home? More than you Oh, you're at the home. At um, the home. <laughs> I like drinking milk at the bar. Speaking of the bar, I actually gotta, I gotta get back because I realized I left the open sign open on the bar, oh. and I gotta <laughs> go run it. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is I'm not usually this much of a mess. I'm God, I'm where are we're separate calendar one day, and so, so, you're so sorry. you guys are outside of the like mayor's sort of building, like the town hall. And you are like in the marketplace again. Can I? Like, I get to the marketplace. And Johnny's like, um, I actually gotta head back. So, uh, no, if you could show them around, take them to Heath, take them to the Mal, I'll be back. <laughs> he he like glances at all of you <laughs> as you're standing there, and then he gives me very quick questions. He's like, all right, I gotta go, and he just runs off. That's and you guys are in the town square. 
Uh, well, since I'm still in there, he's a, Tog is a little upset. He doesn't like when he's not happy or when, you know, things are a little much. So I'm, can I roll, like, stealth to see if I can, like, sneak out of Atlas and just, yes. You're just trying to scamper up being, like, undetected? Uh, yeah, scamper away. I got a 13. Nine plus three. Yeah, that's about it. I slowly crawl out of Atlas and then close it shut and then just kind of very quickly dash um, in any direction. You, your pick. Oh boy. Tog has no place really. Actually, you rolled a 13. Atlas, would you be paying attention to Tog? Atlas is never paying attention to Tog. Okay, then he scampers off undetected into the marketplace. Probably didn't even need to roll stuff. Did anyone see that? Because it's a little green thing. Johnny just left. Well, <laughs> he, I, 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 I let me. Yeah. 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 There's an 18. Holy shit, you noticed. I think, yeah, you both see this little green dot run away. You both see Tog dart off. You see, like, a green thing, like, dart off, and you're like, you see, you know that Tog has run off. He's just scampered off. Your Tog left. Hmm? Your tog left. Oh. That way. Right. Okay. You're not gonna go get him. No. Okay. No, um. He usually comes back eventually. Can I go that way? Can I walk <laughs> after tog? Yeah. Sure. Uh. Roll perception to see if you can find him or not. I'm fast. Tog. You scam five. <laughs> oh god. Tog disappears. He darts off, and you realize, like, the convenience of like, it's being a tiny little else. man, because he just, like, darts, like, under a crack in a house, and he is gone. You, like, could have sworn that he, like, took a left, but you take a left, and there's nothing but a brick wall there, and he just missed it. Like, it's missed. he might be a sorcerer or something. What like, it's kind of crazy. He's gone. So it's just me and Frank? It's just you and Frank, and How no, you return back to the group where you should... No, I'm looking. Rip. Well... Have fun with that. As Tog, you scamper off just through the marketplace. And you have been here so, you come here often. quite a lot. You've seen it <laughs> every now and then. Are you guys doing roleplay? No, we're just hanging out. There is still. Please. I encourage it. Um, but you run off and you recognize like a few passing storefronts. You see this place that you've never really been to or around with like a bunch of plants and stuff growing in like pots off the window. And you actually recognize um, the blacksmith's place. From where? You, you see it and you recognize it as, the, you recognize the building and like the front of it as the blacksmith's place. And okay. if it wasn't obvious, you can see like a um, anvil, like off to the side. You can see like it's like a food truck, how it's like sort of open and there's like a counter in the front. You can see all of the blacksmith stuff like in the back and like yeah. all the blades and stuff hanging out. And you see the hulking half-orc form of Agra Kuznetsov just like pounding away at this like, at this sword, like pounding it flat. You recognize him specifically. Uh, you you think his name is Agra, you're not too sure, but you recognize him because you know that he is the exact type of Atlas. <laughs> Which immediately makes him not a threat. I was literally about to say that can I roll to see if this man's a threat, but never mind. This man is friend-shaped. I run up to him, I hop up onto the counter, I splat down, I pick myself up, brush myself off. Hi. Oh hey. You're I've seen you before. I've seen you before, but I don't remember your name. Well, what's up, little guy? You wanna buy something? He looks back at like this giant axe on the wall and then back to you and just sort of laughs at the thought of it to himself. Do you have anything tog shaped? Uh, 
Well, not on hand, but I can see what I can do. And he, he like, walks off further into the shop. And you're sort of chilling on the counter. Can I pull um, around? Yes. <laughs> I just want to look at anything shiny. You just sort of see, like, if you want to roll to see how much you would see. I guess it would also be inside. There's a lot of inside. That's a nat one. Please. I hurt myself. You see the counter, and you take a little step. You get a little splinter on your foot, and it's very sad. Actually, Todd gets distracted looking at the counter and doesn't look at anything else for hours. There, Even though it's a wood countertop, there's this one spot where you swear it's shiny enough to see your reflection, and you are just lost. It's just me as a person. Lost in the sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alice uh, and Frank. I'd like to just... I'll, I will return momentarily. I just have to go do the thing. And I just awkwardly back out into, like, an alleyway. <laughs> like, right. facing Frank? Yeah, facing Frank. Reversing. Do you, do, like, do you have, like, little lights that yeah. flash when you reverse? Do, he beeps. Do, 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 Atlas, do. what are you doing? Where are you going, buddy? I kind of, like, back up behind, like, a building into a dark spot where there's only one. Uh, and then the the fancy rich British guy disappears. There's, like, a little dot, 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 dot. And a little connected sign. That's all I'm going to tell you guys. Oh, fine. Okay. Yeah. You are connected. You scare me. Um, Frank, what you doing? Well, I mean... The entire party is split. The entire party is split. Um, all of these guys that you were assigned to be, like, an adventuring party with to go kill this threat, uh, get money, have just sort of darted off. You are loose in the town square... You think you know, you think you might know where things are, but like you wouldn't, you're not too sure. Well, how you feel like? What's going on? I'm exhausted. I mean, I've been walking all day and then they made me walk all over town. Yeah. I'm just going to find the hotel at this point. So I'm going to roll perception to see if I can find the hotel or not. Yeah, see if you get lost. (laughs) Oh my god, a 19. Okay. Oh shit, that's really good. Okay, yeah, you immediately know that the hotel is not... In this like main area, so you pass by all of the stalls and stuff, and you see a lot of like specialized workers and laborers and stuff. You see Ugly Kuznetsov, like just actually, this happens. Time, time is a fickle thing, and it's not real. This happens a little bit before Tagshiz because you don't see him. But um, who I love first? When you see me, I just be staring at. True. Yeah. Would you? No, no, you rolled a 19. Um, you see Ugra Kuznetsov walk into the back of his blacksmith thing. You see Tom is sort of, like, standing there, like, lost. I mind my own business. Do I see him? Do you? You're... No, I rolled a nat one. Yeah, you rolled a nat one to look around. So You're lost. Yeah. yeah. Tog is still, like, just locked on this wood. Your brain is missing, Tom. There's not a brain in there. What's a brain? Frank just sort of nods. But you pass by all of these places. You pass by, like, the healer shop, and you start to head into the more touristy, more run-down part of the city. You pass by a store called the gift shop. You've only ever seen it in passing and not, like, actually entered it. Oh, God. (laughs) For our audio listeners, the other DM has sent me a very threatening text. The only text I send, baby. I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ. Yeah, here's the lore. By here's the, the here's some spoilers. It's uh, time. It's time. We decided we don't actually want to miss it. We're just going to tell you everything session one, and then we'll figure it out. I'm there. just going to keep my finger like hovered over the sleep button on my computer just in case. But, um, yeah, Frank, you pass by this place only known as the gift shop. You've only ever seen it passing, never actually been inside. There's a building right next to it called Anderson's. Um, you're sort of moseying along, and you come up to 
The Huxley Hotel. It just says Huxley in big letters on another big carved wood sign. Does not say the Huxley Hotel. Just says Huxley. Um, and it is this three-story tall, like, weird thing. Like, I don't know how to describe a cowboy hotel, but it's like, it's Trust like a shitty me, cowboy yeah, wood of a saloon, built kind of like a saloon. Um... You see this? And you see this sort of, like, weird thing outside, and it's immediately terrifying to you. Oh, God. Because it's like, it's this, you've never seen anything like this before. What? And it has, like, these four things that are like legs, because, like, it's almost like a table, but it looks too, like, purposefully shaped to not be some sort of thing. It looks like a weird big dog, but with different with a long neck and like these pointed ears it's also like it's a giraffe metal <laughs> and you've only ever seen things made of metal that are like other warforged yeah. so this is like really confusing to you i don't quite know what i'm looking yeah. at it's got like this weird artificial tail and like a stripe of hair down the middle which dogs don't usually have also they usually have fur all around <gasps> and it's like super weird you don't really know what's going on oh my god yeah and as you walk up to the door of this hotel, which is just like saloon doors for some reason, um, it looks at you and like like makes some sort of face, and you see like these giant human teeth in its mouth. Oh my god! Which is kind of horrifying. Oh my god! It's, it's kind of horrifying. What are you guys talking? Ethan, Ethan, is this is this? I'd like to try and get yeah. back to Frank now. She's here. Yeah. Where are we talking? Should I know this? I keep touching my mic on accident. Fuck. Is this something that I should know? Mm-hmm. No. No, 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 no. It's only something that they should know. It's a horse? It's a horse. It's my horse. It's just a horse. Oh. Are we freaking out about a horse? Oh, it's my beloved. Oh my, oh, that's right. Okay. It's in the lore. I forgot. That fun I'm fact. so kidding. Frank is so You confused. literally don't know what that I, is. It's Frank kind is, of scary. Frank I didn't remember how to take it to the core. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, that's not horses, though. They're also... No, she's a satyr. Oh. Yeah, which is goats. I'd like to I'd like to try and find Frank now. Frank yeah. is trembling. I think I'd like, uh, give up. I think I'd know where the Huxley is, right? Though. Yeah, but you don't know. I don't know if he's in there. there. Hmm, that's a seven. <laughs> I want to just wander. Can she I... She could have gone anywhere. I'm a little disoriented. You're right, very so. disoriented after, like, using up much battery power to send roll. something so far away. Yeah. Um... What are you rolling? <laughs> I'm just rolling around town. I want to use. I just want to wander. Okay, let's Ro- see where. I'm... Are you rolling to wander? I want to see where I end up. Okay, I will make. Okay, just you roll. Roll. Okay. roll. If you get higher than a ten, we run. There's a five. Okay. Um. You start walking towards the tourist area because you think that there's. You remember Johnny saying something about that hotel, and you remember that it's there. But you take one step past the gift shop. And you're just like immediately transfixed. This is a party of idiots. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> transfixed. Oh, do they have like those statues in the gift shop that are have like best best father, best like brother? Like- this building is actually completely a completely featureless brick, like cobbled in building with a big sign that just says the gift shop. Can and I can there are two giant glass windows, but they whatever is inside is obscured by these giant purple curtains that like block out the light. And on the front of it is like a normal door, like you find in a house. I want to go inside. Okay, you go inside. Frank is walking into the Huxley. 
You have no clue where they're at. You want to take a gander? I'll or take another gander. Okay. Frank is visibly shaking. That's funny. Jesus Christ. That's like a, the third He's like one. a gander straight into the tourist destination, and you think if you can't find Frank, you might as well, like, maybe check in the hotel because, like, they might be there, you know? I go to the next Do I see Frank around? Yeah, you see Frank actually at the receptionist desk. Is Frank still, like, staring uncomfortably at the horse? I'm visibly shaking. Wait, are you? Are you still at the I, door I, staring at the horse? I, I've made my way to the reception desk, but I, I, I look very uneasily in the direction of where yeah, the horse right. is. Frank, are you alright? Um, yeah, yeah. Did you see the thing outside? What, what thing? Never mind, never mind. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> and you both walk into the hotel. Uh, Tog, how you doing? Agra has come back after a okay. lot of like, loud clanks and metal sounds. And he produces to you this. Well, this Todd little... see him. Oh, true. Yeah. Do you? You can roll again to see if you see him when he comes back. Uh, what would that be? Like plus... probably perception here. Yeah. Perception. Yeah. Perception. Where did perception? I don't know where perception is. What to say? Oh yeah. It's a twelve, but I don't know where my perception is. I think that's wisdom. Is it wisdom? Let me see. Oh, it is. So twelve. Okay. Um. Yeah. You. You hear this giant hulking man approaching you and the thought of his footsteps is enough to shake you out of your reverie. Um, and he comes back and he goes, well, couldn't find much, but I did manage to get this. He, he pulls out from behind his back what looks like a little metal toothpick, except like the, there's like on the bottom of it, it has like almost like a little like holding thing, like a little, like a tiny little sword. But if it was like those plastic cocktail swords that they stick in drinks, but it's made of metal. What wow. is it up to? I hold it. Yes. It is it is perfectly your size. It's a little warm too. It's it's is warm from like fresh gardenings. Tog like try, pretends to like fight people with it. Like you go, yeah. Yeah. He is just so amused by your funky little oh. antics. How much for it? Roll persuasion. Isn't this like a toothpick? What do you mean persuasion? Yeah. Couldn't you just give us for free? I want to see how much your... Or you could roll a flat charisma roll. Oh, I want to see how much your charm is influencing this man's decisions. Persuasion? Uh, it's a five. Well, for you, maybe like five copper. I just have gold pieces. Todd gives like... This is the thing that costs like three dollars. Todd gives like check for ten thousand. Well, yeah, because like I only it, it was it came with my. I don't think uh, Todd understands money. Also, yeah. to begin with. So Todd just gives like five gold pieces. What? Talk? Do I actually lose five gold pieces? No. Roll roll a d four to see how much you pay him. In gold pieces? Yeah. God. I think this is. Do you want to do this or do you not want to do this? He would just take one gold from one gold piece from you. He wouldn't scam you like that because you're a little baby man. <laughs> I'm child. I, I can do it if you want. I think it'd be you funny to see how much you hand him. Four. <laughs> you reach into your pocket. Pop, wait, would you be able to hold gold? Oh you my have god, like oh a my god. Wait a minute. What if they're just like inside Tog because he's gelatinous? Yeah, yeah that would make sense. He just puts I go, okay, you hold s- on. Sword, you cough up four gold pieces, which is larger than your whole body. I think you should roll to see if his brain breaks. I don't have one. Not have you, one. him. Okay. I set down my sword, <laughs> I pick up the four, and I hold them out to him. They're he also is... very wet. 
They're so wet. I'm also wet, so it doesn't matter. No, no, but for him. Uh, he's just like staring at you. He's like, this is the money that I have. Is this enough? Is it, I don't I don't know what copper is. Yeah, that's plenty, bud. You're doing great. Uh, he plucks a single gold coin out of your pile, and he goes, you can, you can give the rest. It's a discount for a friend. We're friends? I mean, yeah, sure. You seem friendly. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what has he done? And nothing. Oh, nothing. Too stupid to notice. And um, you guys just sort of stay there, I guess. Let's cut back Talk, to yeah. Tog doesn't move. We will resolve this interaction eventually. I promise. It's okay. Let's go back to Noor. Oh my god. Gift shop. You step into the gift shop. You turn the knob, open the door, bell jingles on the door, and you step into this place, and it is crazy. Holy shit. Wall to wall to wall are all of these different knickknacks. Every spot on the wall that is not filled up with shelves has something hanging on it. You see like a giant battle axe that shimmers with this purple light. You see like a, a sword with like this like blue pearl on the hilt. You see all this crazy shit. You see bottles on bottles on bottles, all these different like jars of what looks like herbs and powders and stuff. You see these like stands with like cloaks draped over them and like hats and stuff. Every stand has like at least seven things on it. Because there's just so much stuff in this place. There is a little umbrella holder that is filled with different umbrellas that all look of wondrous value. And at the counter, it is see-through, like a, like a jewelry counter. So there's like all these different like jewelries, little knickknacks and stuff, things that people would probably like be able to steal very easily, which is why they're in the counter. On top of the counter, there are all these different knickknacks. You know, like when you go to a convenience store and there are all the shit on the counter and there's like one clear space to sit down your things. There are, there's like two giant bookshelves behind the counter that are also filled with knickknacks. And behind this counter, you see a, a swishing cat's tail that immediately stops, stands yum up yum. straight. <laughs> For our audio listeners. My beloved yeah. cat, Yum Yum. Yeah, Toby's cat, Yum Yum. It is not Yum Yum, unfortunately. She's not canon, uh, which I will say now. Which I will not make a conscious decision to do. But this tail stands on end, and you see a tabaxi, a black hairless cat, tabaxi man, looks up at you and goes, No, my dark guy, it's been so long! How have you been? Can I like roll to see if I remember what to say? Yes. <laughs> it's a 19. This is Quill. This is your boy Quill. Quill. Keela comes over for game nights regularly. You've it has not been that long also. Okay. It's been like a couple days since you saw him. <laughs> I've been bad at <laughs> Okay. Go. Hey, Quill! What's going on? Ah, not much. What's up with you? I was just exploring and like I've never been inside here. So I wanted to walk in. Yeah. I lost uh my Party group. Oh, you're forming a party? You could say that. There's this like tiny little frogman, like robot people, people man. Hmm. And there's this tall woman. Tall, tall, tall. I don't know how to Oh, is this about uh, Johnny's thing with the flyers? Yes, yes, yes. Do you That's need like help finding them or? Yeah. 
It seems kind of divergent. Is it, uh, I've only heard. I really don't know what words. we're doing. I'm just helping him out. I. Yeah. Um. Yes. Ah, uh, this seems kind of urgent. I guess. Uh, look, you're lost. I can. Do you know what they went off to? Or no. The frog kind of just frog. ran. The robot was there. The tall woman just. I don't know what the tall woman's doing. Okay. The robot has like so many different voices, though. It's so funny. He has like a a southern one, and he has a a very like. Breathy old man one. Okay, well, uh. I. Business has been slow. Hey, cat, I guess I'll go. I got your tongue. <laughs> that joke is still not funny. It's After still the funny. third time you said it's it. Still it's still funny. You know you like that joke. Okay, I, business has been slow anyway, so I guess I'll just close up momentarily to go find that, but you owe me a favor, and he winks at you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. And so you two leave the gift shop. He flips the sign from close to open, but it is behind the curtain. So it doesn't really do much. Well, let's roll perception to see if he finds anyone. Ooh, baby, that's a three. He is just as lost as you are. Let's cut back to Frank and Atlas. <laughs> I am a little concerned with what Frank told me. I don't realize it was a horse. So I'm just like circling the hotel right now, trying to figure out what it was. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's nothing there, probably. And Frank is still refusing to tell Atlas anything. Uh, so 19 plus 2 is 21. Very broad about it. Is there a horse? Do I see a horse? You definitely see the horse, but as you I don't think that's what it was. Like, hmm, horse, that's normal. You definitely see the horse. Uh, you don't process that as being the thing that Frank saw. And as you're walking around the the hotel, you see behind it, in a trash can, you see the dumpster. Looks kind of sus. You see, like, the corner of, like, some sort of leather garment, like a sleeve poking out of it. You want to press further into that? Hmm, I'm going to witness it. I'm going to stay here and look at it. Just watch it for a second. See if does anything happen? No. I'm gonna take a look around, see if there's anyone around. Uh, not more than usual, nobody's paying attention to you. I will roll over to the dumpster. Roll over to the dumpster. What's in the dumpster? You open up the dumpster, and it's not horrifying, because you're you. I don't, yeah, I've seen much And you kind of don't really feel that. But it feels a bit threatening. You see a warforged. Mm-hmm. You see a warforged prospector, one of the mercenaries for the Prospector's Guild, and the sleeve that you saw poking out was actually like a jacket with their insignia emblazoned on the on the patch on the front, and then also giant on the back, and it looks completely shut down, deactivated, and tossed into this dumpster. Hmm. Is there any useful parts in it that I can scavenge for my own body? Yeah, there's like a couple. It looks pretty damaged, though. Can I, can I do an investigation to see if I can figure out what happened to it? Yes. It's between a 4 and a 14 and rolled on the 4. Bruh. It looks really bad. It's super mangled in the I, chest, and the head up. is sort of broken, so it's, it's really hard to tell. This is probably fine. I'm going to slowly... Put it back in. I don't see anyone around me, right? No. Ah, no footprints or anything? Hmm. 
Just a corpse in a dumpster. I can't believe it. Frank was so close to getting killed. <laughs> and speaking of Frank, back inside you approached a little counter, much less refined than like the mayoral building and stuff, but you get a feeling that it's intentional because it's the forest district. Oh, wait, what? Sorry, what? Uh, what is the corpse guy? What was he part of? Um, he was part of the, the uh, Tiger Claws. Tiger Claws, that's like a mercenary group? Yeah. It's like a group I of made those guys up, didn't I? You did. You made the names for them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And well, it's got like three slashes of like a tiger's claw, like a cross. That's their insignia, basically. Alice is just going to catalog this image, and uh, he's going to go sit in a corner somewhere and send it back to some home. Cool. Funky. Frank, you approach the desk. Um, it is much less... Put together, and then I go back much inside. less nice <laughs> than the mayoral building. You're starting to get the feeling that the tourist district is kind of shitty on purpose, uh, because the way that you've been being looked at by all of these people around, they don't seem too fond of like tourists. Uh, you approach the front desk, and there is a man sitting behind the desk. This is actually the first more infernal person that you've seen so far. Um, they look almost tiefling, but not quite. Like, they're sort of halfway there. And, um, he's sitting at the desk, and he goes, Oh, hi! Welcome! Hey, uh, I... Well, I suppose I have a room? Uh, I'm here with, uh, Sweet Tooth, one of the adventurers. Ah, he did stop by earlier to inform me. Um, yes, we do have a room available. Great. Oh, uh, is there anybody else with you? I or... kicked the door open. Frank! Like, rolls in through the the saloon door, swinging and clanging. Ah, oh, you were right. There was something. Oh. Unfortunately, there is another person with Hello. you. Hello. I'm Atlas. It says on my head. This isn't our entire party. Uh, how many more are you waiting on? How many more are we waiting on? What? <laughs> and we come back Are we to not going to focus on the homicide? There's been a murder on your premises, sir. What? That's what it was? That was a murderer. Yes. <laughs> There's a dead robot. Oh. That's a that? What? It didn't look like a dead robot. Oh. What didn't look like? In the dumpster. <laughs> Anyways. This man is growing more and more concerned, but also, like, this is becoming more and more above his pay grade, and he's like... Should we call what? someone? Are there police in this town? Uh, I heard about a sheriff. We just need a room. the sheriff if you... Is the sheriff elected in this town or appointed? What? She's just the sheriff. What's the system of government here? We'll speak to the sheriff later. We, we need a room, room now. I actually okay. don't need a robot. Um, he can sleep outside. I need a room. I will keep eye for the murderer. Think... Whose horse is that? Jesus Christ. What? Maybe it's the murderer's horse. What horse? Oh, you mean the horse tied up outside that... Thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> accidentally put it on purpose. Frank is visibly pale. Um, there were a few people who oh checked God. in earlier, and that uh, belongs to one of them, the tiefling, I think. Do they look like murderers? No. Hmm. Classic murderer tactic look normal. They're new miners. That's what I would do. Um, if I was a murderer, which I'm not. Uh, do you know the the names of these people that you're waiting for, so I can tell them what you're to head to? Oh, uh, Nor E Mal. Um, does Tog have a Tog? 
Tog, Tog, Tog the Frog. Tog, Tog the Frog, is that on there? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I don't have your names pre-written down. You just came in and... Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. You just do like a really awful mechanical laugh like your voice box. Uh, <laughs> my apologies. That is not how it's supposed to sound. We'll fix that. That's fine. I'm, do not touch uh, me. We, we've got a... Like a he reaches wordlessly behind the counter, grabs what you hear is a set of keys, and he hands it to you and goes... Enjoy your stay. We will! I'll tell them to stop by. There's another pair of keys that I will give to them. I feel like we should be talking about the dead person in the dumpster. We can talk about the dead person in the dumpster later. We can? (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) I got this. Don't worry. Well, Frank, I trust you. Do you need me to call the sheriff? I saw it too. I can... Well, I just assumed you didn't want people to think they're going to get murdered at your establishment. I mean... Am I going to get murdered at your establishment? No. Hopefully... You're making it system. sound less and less likely. I mean, hey, I saw I saw it and I don't think it was that dire of a situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the thing outside, I don't think it's going to do anyone any harm. No, I'm talking about the dead body. I, I mean, it looked alive. <laughs> oh, you were the last person to see the victim while he was breathing. Jesus what did he look like? Did you see anyone else? Was he Are you guys out? still having this conversation? Yes. By yes. By the front and then desk. behind the desk is sort of shaking and like, do I need to call the sheriff? I mean, There's a dead man. It was, was like, a robot. Is he a man? It was like a. <laughs> you know. Is it cat boy? I. Why are you making the ears? What's he that pulls for? another slab like Johnny's out of his pocket, like this crystal slab, and like. Taps on it, does some funky little stuff, and goes, um, yes, this Mallory, we need help. Help? Apparently there's a dead but um please, Can I get out of the phone and speak to this six year Well contested strength with this poor little tiefling. Man. I have like insane strength. He has nothing. He has a plus he has a minus. Even strength. with that, I definitely beat him. What'd you roll? I have over a 20. Okay, yeah, you beat him. Because of you my You his phone out of his hand. Hello, is this the sheriff? <laughs> we have an emergency here. There's a dead robot man. Is that a, is that a man? I'm a it, robot. It, look, it looked me dead in the eyes. Looked dead in the eyes. One of my associates here felt threatened by his presence before he was murdered. Did you kill the robot? I did not. Did not kill the robot. She didn't so her good there. Uh, do you have like a police people you can send? People. Are there more than... Where Where are y'all at right Where now? are we, Mr. Uh, guy behind the desk? Um, the Huxley Hotel. We're at the Huxley Hotel and that's it. Is it anything else? Huxley Hotel and Bar? Uh, Huxley Hotel and... May I know who I'm speaking to? May you know who you're speaking to? The government wants to know everything about it. Just look at my social security number, pig. Right, so uh, uh, oh my god. <laughs> now the other side of the phone, the sheriff looks around wordless as she does not know what a social security number is <laughs> and has never been talked to... Talk like that before in her life um and this man goes um i'm sure the so where's our room the number is on the key all right well thank you you've been so pleasant let's go 201 which means it's on the second floor thank you we go up to the room yes okay pick atlas up thank you frank uh-huh. Don't uh, mention it. I'll keep an eye out for any murderers. Thanks. You are still chatting with Ugra. You guys are just sort of talking. He's You've, like, asked him a question, which has prompted him to launch into, like, the entire history of 
his family's like way of metal working and all of the ways that he forges blades and stuff and he's like showing off all these things very proudly. A couple other guys come up to the counter like how customers do and he like does very brief business exchanges with them. Some are familiar, some are not. So before he turns his attention back to you, he's having the time of his life, dog. Tog is sitting with like his like legs outstretched and like leaning on the back of his hands. He took off his hat to get comfortable and his like sword is right there. He put his like little pack down and he's just like Yeah. He's just, he's an active listener. He's a great listener. It has been so long. The sun is beginning, the, the sun has already shifted in the sky. And, um, yeah, it's getting, a, it's getting a little late. Like, it's, like, it's right about to be before the sunset, but not yet. Like, it is definitely past afternoon and, like, creeping into early evening. And he's like, um, as he's talking, he sort of, like, looks up and notices the passage of time and goes, Hey, wait, uh, didn't you say you were with other people, or...? Oh, uh, yeah. I was with, um, when we and Atlas came in to the town and we found some work with these two other individuals. And we were supposed to go to a hotel to stay the night, but... I like talking to you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure your friends probably miss you. Do you need... Oh, no. What? <laughs> I do this often with Atlas. He never looks for me. Oh, is he like your, your like your friend or like your character? Oh, he's my best friend. <laughs> you got me. How old are you? Um, I was. Um, I was um. Tom's five years ago. <laughs> He looks visibly concerned. Like you're, you are not the most perceptive of many, but you like even see his eyes widen a little bit. And he goes, "You're, you're, you have like parents or like a guardian?" Or... Um. Well, I don't. I don't think so. Um. I did ask this one really nice lady who I met a little bit ago, and she told me about like. Her, her husband and her her son. And I asked Atlas about it, but he didn't really say much. I just don't... I don't think I have one. I was just kind of, um... I just kind of appeared, as Atlas likes to say. I just kind of was there. Uh, Atlas sometimes says that I was a frog that got dropped into the soup and then started walking. And another time he told me that I was a leaf that fell from the tree and then grew legs. Or another time he said I was a rock that he painted green. And then I started to become sent... sent, sent Sentient. I don't know what that means, though. But I'm not entirely sure how I appeared, but it was, like, five years ago. And, um, yeah. I don't think I have parents. (gasps) Well, can I tell you a secret? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't think I have parents, but there's someone I've been trying to find. (laughs) Yeah? I don't know if he's my dad or my brother, but he's going to be my best friend. Ooh. It's Kermit. <laughs> Kermit the Frog! Oh, uh, in like my second year of being here, 
Uh, I was, me and Atlas were just walking, you know, walking and walking and walking, and we saw this big sign, and it was all run down and old, but I saw it, and there was Kermit, and a bunch of other characters, but it was Kermit, and they were called the Muppets, and I asked Atlas to show me a video, and he did, and he, he, he was just so cool, and he was playing this really cool instrument, and playing a really nice song, and I liked the song so much, and then, and then I met some people who showed me how to play that instrument, they made me a little makeshift instrument, it was so cool. So now I'm trying to find him. As he is like listening to this tale of neglect <laughs> with like rapt horror, but also just like so like confused, invested, you see like a little spark of like recognition in his eyes. Do you know? I think I've heard that name before, but I, I think I've heard of them as like a, like a wandering band or something. It was. It must have been the Muppets. Yeah. A wandering band. Like a group of bards and... <laughs> okay, hold up. Time out, time out, time out. Ethan, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I thought these were just... Okay, sorry. Back into it. I can't tell you anything. A wandering band? Well, I heard like a, a tale about a wandering band of like animal dogs like a... must have been years back now. Whoa. Wait, I didn't well, know. Let's backtrack, let's backtrack. So, you don't have... Parents. I don't think so. You don't have who who takes care of you. Do you just sort of wander on your own? No, I have Atlas, and he's with you all the time. Yes, and he takes care of you. Yes, but he just sort of lets you run off, and he doesn't go find you. Well, no, because I always come back, so he doesn't have to. This is so sad. Where do y'all live? Um. Do we have, like, a house? You live in his chassis. Oh, I live in him. What? (laughs) Atlas is a warforged, like, those big robot guys, but he doesn't look, like, U-shaped. He's more, like, that shape. Roll insight. Um, That one, come on. Please. 20. It's a that one! Yes! You're the worst, Toby! Oh, I manifested! You see him, like, sort of react to the word warforged, and, um... That's it. That's it. You can't really... I hate you! You don't really know what's going on. <laughs> you know, definitely hold some sort of feelings about Warforged, but you can't really tell if it's positive or negative or anything. That's yeah. what he gets on a, I think it should be worse on a Nat 1. Yeah. Let me have this. He is also this guy probably is a, this guy definitely is a seen Atlas and would recognize <laughs> him immediately. He knows who Atlas is. He knows who you're talking He recognized the name? Yes. Okay. That's what you take it as. He knows Atlas by name. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I live in Atlas, because he's like kind of shaped like a TV, and I kind of um, just, uh, over time, because I didn't want to walk so much, I didn't want to sit on top of Atlas like I was doing, so I just kind of like made a hole inside of him, and I made a little home for myself inside of him, and it's it's nice. It's a little, it's a little electric though. I get, I get shocked sometimes. It's weird. Have you ever been electrocuted before? It's very strange. It feels like your whole body jitters all at once. His eyebrows sort of knit together as he, like, looks at you, like, tilts his head a little bit. And normally you'd be better at reading these things, but he seems kind of upset. You don't know why. Do you need He's jealous. Help? Help? <laughs> With what? To get back to your... Are there other people in this party of yours, or is it just Atlas? Well, it's always been just me and Atlas, but sometimes Atlas puts me on, like, little missions for me to go into other parties and, like, um... What's the word he used? Uh, scope them out, or um, learn about them, or something like that. 
Um, and then I do it, and then I report back to him, and that's it. But it's always just been me and Alice. Consistently. All the time. Okay. Why would I need help? Let's... That's okay. Um, he looks at you, and this is not something I can describe with familiar terms, because it is not familiar to you, except for, like, a little bit familiar from, like, the woman that you spoke to about her family and, like, what parenting, what being a parent and being, like, a family is like. Yeah. But it seems a lot more, he seems, like, pretty, mm, he's feeling a negative emotion that you can't really pick up on because of that one. Um... <laughs> But like, do I never notice that he's feeling upset or like not yes, happy? Visibly. He goes, listen, bud. I shrink a little bit. I don't know if you're gonna want No no no. No. I'm sorry if I made you upset. No, no, you're fine, bud. It's just this guy doesn't sound too great. What? He hasn't taken Alice gives a sudden sense. Something's happening. <laughs> It's not our business to pride. You need help getting back to him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know where he went, though. He may be in the hotel, or... Hmm. I don't really know where else he would go. Sometimes he also disappears every now and again, but... I don't know. He might be in the hotel. Well, I guess we'll check the hotel. And he extends his hand for you to step into it. I walk on and take a little, pop a little squat. He raises you up to <gasps> sit on his shoulder. I'm taking my little feet. He looks around and he's like, well, business has been a bit slow anyway. So he, like, there's like a little placard on the front of the counter and he flips it over and it's like, sorry, we're closed. And like a him, but like a little cartoon drawing giving a thumbs up. Um, you're heading back. Nor. <laughs> you and Cole have walked. <laughs> Through the tourist destination for a while. It feels like it's been super long and also not super long because your concept of time is kind of in your brain all the time. So you come up to, eventually, you come up to the hotel and you hear a loud, like, ruckus inside and, like, someone is yelling. Uh, You don't really. You kind of recognize him, not really. Um, and Quill stands outside and goes, uh, Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. I got it. I got this. He goes, um, No, are these uh, your people? Is that the, the yelling? I have no clue. I have no clue. Well, only one way to find out. Let's go! And he flips open the saloon doors, and you are met with the sight of Atlas... Oh shit. Just like harassing this poor <laughs> tiefling behind the counter. I mean, come stares. on. Is murder usually happening in this establishment? Excuse that me. That's something I should be concerned. Why are you yelling at this man? Oh, there was a homicide outside. Anyways. What? Is that what How long? How? <laughs> yes. How long have I been gone? What? What? A homicide? How long has... This is Nor Emal, our lovely compatriot in our party. I believe Nor... Nor, do you need a room or do you live in this town? I live in this town. Does that, do you still need a room though? No. Okay, glad to see that. There's a homicide here. Why would I want to stay here anyway? That's honestly a great point. And then. I'm not sure if I feel safe with the homicide outside. I know, right? Right outside. <laughs> right outside. Real perception, the three of you. Or with advantage. With advantage? With advantage? Yes. 
for specific oh, I got 10. Oh, God. Okay. I got 10. Okay. I got four. Thanks, Z. Frank, you are too tired and overstimulated by these idiots yelling at each other. You're thinking about that horse murdering someone. That you don't, you don't really... Did I notice the horse outside? Because I watched Loose Knots. Can I pet it on my way? Yeah, he definitely noticed the horse when he pet it. Um, you two both hear this sound like, like this loud like ripping. And <gasps> the murderer is back. No, <laughs> this loud like mechanical ripping. Atlas, it's a little familiar, but you're eh, you don't really mm-hmm. know what's going on. Um, because you're too busy harassing this poor guy beyond the counter and yelling at Frank, who just looks so exhausted. And Nor, this sound is familiar to you because it's horse noises. Oh my That's god. That's a horse, baby. <gasps> that it? is definitely a horse and not any other uh, other thing. And <laughs> you hear it sort of like calm down as There's you hear like this screech, like pull to a front in front of the store. Um, you hear like this metallic click. Um, and that's definitely somebody putting down the kickstand for There's their horse. There's a horse. And then, <laughs> wait, what? We have there a horse. And uh, you get, you hear them. You hear like shifting, and There's tall a horse. and looming, stepping through the saloon doors. You see the sheriff. Ah, law enforcement. Ah, oh, there she is. Um, she's relatively tall. For a half elf, you suspect half elf, definitely drow from the purplish skin tone. Um, sort of shoulder length, dark hair, and a poncho that sort of obscures most of her body besides like her legs. You see two guns on either hip that are both very easily accessible in holsters, and she is wearing a cowboy hat that is tilted down so you cannot see above like the end of her nose. And she sort of steps in. This door switch quietly. There's like a wind. Do you see a tumbleweed blow by? <laughs> You've never seen a tumbleweed before? This weird sort of grassy plant ball thing rolls by behind you. And she steps in and goes, what's the problem? There's been a murder. Most foul. Alice stares dramatically. Or, but he just, he just I have no idea what computer's talking about. away to stare dramatically. And then, because... Agret is not a buffoon. Oh, wait, yeah, you walked up with Quill, by the way. Quill's just in this. He's yeah. just here witnessing He's this He's just all. standing by me. Just... Is that a cat? What? What? I mean, that's kind of that's a weird little... to say. Hey, hey, you gotta hold off. What the fuck's saying? Oh, are you a robot? I am a robot, yeah. That's like making a beep poop sound <laughs> out of You should do that. Get back with him. Come on, oh, no, I, level. Wow. I have levels much lower. Uh, um, and because Agrokusensawa is not a complete imbecile and did not roll so badly and get lost for hours, um, right behind the sheriff comes in this giant half-orc man. Also, I forgot to describe him completely. He's this big, hulking half-orc man, uh, hair shaved on the sides, and it's super long on the top, pulled back into a knot. He has a giant black rose tattooed on his just huge bicep. Man is built crazy, and you can see his big bicep because he's just not wearing a shirt. He's wearing, like, one of those black... one of those blacksmith, like, robes that covers most of his chest. He's just not wearing a shirt. Yeah, like a... Like a like a black apron okay. and like pants and like little boots and stuff. And he comes in with Tog on his shoulder, steps right in behind Val during all of this. And he goes, uh, "Is this is it him?" And he points to Atlas. Hi, Atlas. Oh, Tog, you're back. Hi, I'm a friend. Oh, that's very nice. I, I when I go friend, I like slap his cheek. He's not looking. Oh, Tog, that's unsanitary. I drag my hand down his cheek. <laughs> oh, that's more unsanitary. He audibly laughs. 
Alright, well, Todd, come back in here, little hidey hole. Come on. Oh, okay. It was nice to meet you, friend. Uh, nice to meet you, too. And he gives Alice a very wary look. Alice doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he catches the eye of Quill, and they just sort of look at each other as Mallory is just, like, standing here. She's just sort of, like, she gets the feeling, you get the feeling that she has realized how complex the situation has become and how much it has built up to this moment, and she's like, where's the body at? The body? It's tied to a post out front. The dumpster. What? What? Are there what? two bodies? What? Who died? The homicide. What are you talking about? What? What are you? His big pointy ears had like a. Oh, my are you talking the about horse? Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to need y'all to calm down real quick. Alice's she, face she just loses all color Nora. for a second. The little computer yeah. screen. She slides up blank. to Nora as like. Restarts. Cool and Ugra are both like murmuring to each other in the back. And she goes, oh, what's going on? I have no clue. Okay. okay. This, this is my part party. We have so There's, much to talk about, Frank. There's a robot, Atlas, Frank, beautiful monster problem. Lovely. Sheriff, there's yeah. a murder. No, no, don't listen. I don't know what he's you talking about. In the dumpster, answer. follow me. No. I really roll pen. Nor. Wait. Don't talk to me. The face goes like a little bit red for a second. Oh, she reaches towards her gun. I'm going to need you to calm down. So when sorry, he right says now. that, Tog runs to the half work guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? She is immediately distracted from whatever conversation he's having and scoops you up and goes, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a frog. That's Tog. It's okay. It's okay. I do apologize, Miss Sheriff. That was uncalled for. Why do you not have a southern accent? Well, the flat charisma. This is more calm. Alright. Three. <laughs> she looks like she's going to shoot you no. right now. Like you, are, like you are being loud. You are making fun of him. She looks like yes. No, you okay. also pick up on this now since you know her. It's okay. I don't know what these interlopers doing here. We're on a job. We're helping Johnny out with the the thingies. I don't know what we're doing, but. Apparently someone died here. I just got here. I don't know. I it's will a... literally just take you to the dumpster. I don't know why. Okay, we're you're say, you're this. saying there's a dumpster, and that she saying there's a time to a. Oh, I'm sorry, Nora. Are you are you with the police? Are you who I called here to talk to? Are you here to solve the murder problem? Okay, okay, calm down. There's a horse around. outside. You what? There is a horse. There is a horse Frank, outside. Frank, Frank. very sweet. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's the With all of you distracted, yelling at each other. Well, I'm not saying anything. I'm with the guy. You hear. She's barely restraining herself, like cock of a pistol, as she goes to draw her pistol and goes, I'm going to need all y'all to calm down. Police brutality. Hey! You should say that again. Alice says that. She doesn't seem to pick it up. Okay. Um, Tog hides in the guy's apron. He's consoling you like a little puppy. Just, uh, was well, Quill just sort of looks at you like a cat guy. Just sort of looks down at you. He's like, "What the? I'm Tog. What is this? It's, it's Tog. It's Tog from. What is? Do you have a pet? What is? I'm not a pet. He's like, hey, uh, he's just like a little. He's like a little guy. He's like a whole guy. Show him your little sword, guy. I brought my little sword. In. It's good. Okay, right. I feel like I'm going crazy. There was a murder outside. Uh, yeah. What? I don't know where the murder is. Why are you asking me? Look, I'm just going to go to the dumpster now. 
Mm-hmm. And you can either follow yeah. me. She follows you silently, like a couple of times. I go to the dumpster. Okay, you go back to it. the dumpster. There's the murder. You open it. There's the body. There's the body. Yes. Here's dead guy. What the hell? What? How did you find this? How did I find this? Well, Frank told me there was something weird going on, which I'm starting to suspect now might have just been the horse. Um, so I saw this dumpster here, and there's an arm hanging out of it. So I opened it, and I was like, oh, what's that? And it's a dead person. So I, of course, being the good uh, civic duty that person that I am, I immediately alerted the authorities. Oh, it is still there. In it the, is, right in the dumpster, just how it was before, it is still there. It is still there. Still is it still there? Do I need to roll for something? No, it's still there. Okay. <laughs> so then what the hell? Are you sure it's dead? Does it have a pulse? It is still there. Um, oh, in the dumpster. Oh, oh, oh. And it's a robot. I wouldn't have a Mallory pulse. just sort of looks oh. at it. Doesn't really like outwardly emote or anything. If you want to roll inside, you're I do. welcome to. I like to say that Tog and the two guys are still inside. Yeah, still and Tog is just showing him the moves 19. with the sword. Yeah. 14, 15, 16. 16, 19. 12. Ooh, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, she's extremely hard to read. Nice. Yeah. It is a shame. Frank, someone's up. I have sensed that I have miscalculated the situation <laughs> at hand a little bit. I'm starting she, to put the pieces together. She sort of that like, Atlas and I are. I'm finally starting to realize that Atlas. We're on different and I pages. Are, <laughs> no, we're not even in the same book at this point. This game tied up in the front. You know the horse outside. You thought the horse was a murderer? The hell is a horse? Oh my god. <laughs> We've got a lot going on right now. You, she doesn't really react very much. You can pick up on like little hints. You get the feeling that like, yeah, like somebody got murdered. It's kind of bad. But like, it's, you get the, you feel like whatever is up with this guy in the dumpster, for one reason or another, she kind of doesn't care as much as she probably would if it was someone different, but you're... You can't really pin the tail. Robot he's got, like, some sort of weird insignia on his jacket, but he's also a robot, so you don't know if she's just being weird and racist or if it has to do with that. <laughs> huh. That's fun. Um, inside, Tog is, like, swinging his little sword. Sort of like, so the cat is just, like, giving you, like, little head back. He's like, is does he like this? And you, I'm just like... Probably with him. You're doing a little jig. Fourth roll. They're watching you like free entertainment. Of oh, 11 plus 4. 15. They love you. They both love you so much. Because you are just such a charming, funky little guy. Funky you are like a novelty. Uh, like the, the cat's quill is looking at you like you are some sort of like treasure item that he has found. Like you are such like a funky little novelty. <laughs> I love how talks an item. Yeah. Yeah, you get the sense that he does that with like most of the people. Probably, yeah. We'll get there. Um, outside, kind of sus. You also pick up on this, but you know that it's it's mostly the insignia on the jacket. You know, you recognize it as like these weird like. Make a history check. Mm-hmm. Oh, my history is for this man. There's a sixteen. Oh, plus what? That was gonna be bad. I thought it was going to be bad, too, man. Uh, he was already prepared for it to be bad. I could hear in your voice. Oh, man. He was like, I don't know shit. Never mind. Plus two. 17, 18. <laughs> Not bad. Um, it is definitely because of the insignia on the jacket. And... It is also partially because this is not a resident of the town. You know that for a fact. They are... They sort of... 
belong to this weird group of guys that all wear like the same jackets with the same little patch on them. There's usually two different symbols that you see, but they're usually all warforged that dress like cowboys and sort of stumble into town, like being all like big talk, like they're like acting like cowboys. They're like, I'm coming in for a mission. I'm just passing through kind of bullshit. And all of you hate them. Because they are awful. They have awful manners. They are mean. They are rude. They're kind of bad. You heard that they, like, kill people, which is kind of sus. And you know that they're hired from a government outside of the town to, like, go hunting after, like, people. Like, they're mercenaries. It's kind of ill. It's kind of gross. And you know that Mallory, as the law enforcement of this town, fucking hates these people. She hates their guts. She's had multiple negative interactions with them, some of which you have witnessed. And she's had to fight more than one of these guys yeah. before. She fucking hates them. Personal question. Uh, earlier we saw a group of Warforges that Frank tried to seduce and failed. Did they have these jackets on? Yeah. Well, shit. Guys. Madam Sheriff, I cannot believe the very responsible, caring, warforged citizens of this town are just That's being not a murdered. That's not a citizen. He's not from here. He's not. Mm-mm. Fucking interloper. I can't believe <laughs> these... Lovely, very sweet and kind, you civil know, tourists why are you making assumptions? have been Alice, murdered. Alice, why are you making assumptions on this? Why are people? you making assumptions? Because I live here. She just sort of raises up a hand on the lid of the dumpster, like she's holding it, like she's been holding it open, and Close then she looks it. down at him, like like she doesn't tilt her head down, but you get the feeling that she's looking down at him, even though you can't see her eyes. And she slams the dumpster shut. Oh, pinning the the sleeve that was hanging off still in there. Goes. Yeah. If you see anything else, let me know. Go on this week of pattern. But of course, I will alert the yeah. proper authorities immediately. I have nothing but respect for the civil authorities of this hick town, and I love it so much, and I'm happy to be here. I don't like that he just called this a hick town. She looks at you, and you get the same feeling radiating off of her. You've learned to read her after spending so much time with her, and she is not vibing with this guy. Everyone just hates Alice, She's except Alice. for talk. Atlas is the bastard. Talk shit. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go. Atlas is the ship of this of this party. Except he's, they are there. He's just a bastard. My best friend. Ten out of ten. I'm done. Ten. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Oh. Okay. I'm good at consoling like people, guys. Just need any consoling. And then she she steps a bit closer to you and like murmurs like she's just trying to murmur to you. Um. If you need any help with these guys, let me know. Oh. Then that? she glances. Mm-hmm. Put this right here. No, no, are you no, definitely way. And what is happening? Glance out of the corner of her eye at you, like she is talking about you in particular. She does not like you. She does not trust you at all. Alice is very glad he doesn't have a human face because he would be smiling. Jesus Christ. Jesus, uh, yeah. what a fucking bastard. I love yeah. him. <laughs> the bastard. Ten out of ten. Um, but she goes, she can't help you. Oh, yeah. Glances over at the rest of you and goes, wait a second, wasn't there? Whatever. <laughs> and with a swirl of her poncho, she walks back out around front. You see her walk out front, and Frank, you see another one of these things, <gasps> except like, its legs are gone, and it's got, like, two of these, like, weird rubber wagon wheels on the bottom instead. Like, you see the legs, like, folded up on the sides, and they're, like, these wheel things on the bottom. It's and kind of horrifying. you recognize the metallic click you heard earlier as her kicking up the kickstand again. Gets on to this thing. 
She climbs onto it willingly and yeah, sits on it, it like it's like it's a chair or something. My mouth is yes. gape in horror. I wanna, I wanna it's eating her. I wanna oh run my and God. It. Nora goes up to this thing and like pets it. And Nora, like, what? Are you exhaust doing? comes out of its nose. <laughs> no. And like the revving of the engine gets louder. It's kind oh, of. Oh, you gotta bring your horse over for a play date with Geraldine. Geraldine, this is. Oh, well. Please. Please. There's a no, horse no, horse horse. And she hops onto. Oh, okay. Matt, do you need me to explain it? I'm just confused. Horses but, are. Okay. This is completely out of character. Deanna players. Horses are robots. Horses are robots. It's a robotic horse. The wheels come out the middle and the legs fold up when they ride it like a motorcycle. <laughs> Frank has never and... seen a horse before, so I'm describing it, it like it's this foreign concept. Because it is to them. But, like, everyone else is like, that's just what horses are in this world? Yes. yes. There's not a single normal horse? There's that, and then you've seen in passing, like, the f- couple times that you've passed by, like, the farmer area of this giant, like, city, you've seen, like, this weird sort of, like, blob thing. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody tried to make, like, the vague shape of one of these horses, but, like, out of, like, some weird, like, candy or something. They're kind of, like, really bright like pastel colors there's like these weird animals you get the sense that these are like almost the same thing but not quite so horses in this world are pretty much like motorcycles yes okay i didn't know that i thought it was like this was a normal horse but frank for some reason is seeing these weird electronic creatures i was very confused it's an electronic horse but it looks super terrifying because horses are horrible but like why so frank just has never seen one of these yeah because lore I, I mean, I spent like the first sixteen years of my life totally at sea, isolated. Yeah. And then the last six, <laughs> six, yeah. ten, yeah, I've just been wandering around. Okay, cool. But sorry, yeah. back to back to the table. Sorry. You guys are all around the dumpster. Uh, you guys head back inside. Sure. Are you still just vibing inside? <laughs> you want to vibe inside with Todd? That's what it is. Dance with the sword now. Yeah. <laughs> What? That's what's happened. The sword is like so probably so useless even. Is it just like per- like a prop sword? Like it does one damage. Can I use it for like performance? So like I try to distract the guys with the sword, and then it's like I get advantage because they've I'm been off. distracted this entire time. They are completely enraptured by you. Agumar is looking at you like you are just like the funkiest little guy he's ever seen. Like he just loves I you love so him. much. And Quill thinks you're a swell. Quill thinks you're like a funky little gimmick little guy. Like, he's viewing you more as, like, a funky little object doing funky little things than, like, a whole guy. But he's just like that. Oh, yeah, this man is also dripped out. What day of the week is it? What is that? Catter day. It's Tuesday. Oh, okay. No, I'm talking about in the fucking... Yeah. In the game. It's not Tuesday today. Today's Monday. It's Tuesday. Oh, Z. It's Tuesday around, like, 5, 6 p.m. Okay. Why do you... What can of significance is that? Well, Friday's open mic night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't miss it. Every day, every week. Uh, I mean, I say Tuesday, I meant Thursday. It's actually Thursday. <laughs> yeah, that's T names are confusing. Sometimes God. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes God. God. And sometimes you don't. Sometimes God. Yeah. That's the Catholic Church for you. That's the book. Also, that's speaking of. Oh, cringe. We are, like, almost done. I'm just trying to wrap it up. You guys are doing whatever. Tog, you're funking around, doing a funky little dance. Also, like, this cat guy is... I'd like to wait until everyone else leaves, and I just like to go over and start doing some stuff with the little robot, and we can leave that for next time. Yeah, of course. You guys eventually head back inside. 
while Atlas is doing his weird thing. If you try to wait for him, you realize that you get the sense that he's just not going to move. Yeah, or leave until in. you do, as he like stares at you guys, as he just like stares you down. Um let's see if he needs to go up there. Okay. Um and you guys walk back inside, you still see like the half orc guy and the the cat, the tabaxi, just sort of like hands cupped together, like watching Tom like dance. And their four hands like next to each other make sort of like a platform for him to do his funky little dances and his tricks and stuff. Um also this cat is dripped out. This man's got crazy drip. This he's What's like crazy? a hairless black cat. Right. His ears are giant compared to the size of his head. They both make up, like, the whole size of his head. He's got big-ass ears. Uh, There's, like, bright yellow-green eyes. And he's got, like, a a necklace with a little skull on it and a giant fat amulet. And he's wearing, like, a cloak over his his fit. And he's got, like, countless bracelets on both arms. He's, like, (laughs) only 5'7", but he looks extremely tall because he's, like, so skinny. He's, like, almost emaciated. So you... And he's just got, like, crazy drip. He's got earrings in, like, both ears. Crazy drip with magic and the light. It's just Ethan. He's got crazy drip. That's just how Ethan wants to dress. Listen, (laughs) I am not a a cat with a Russian accent. You want to be. I could be if I wanted to be. Yeah. And, yeah, you guys walk back in on that. You're there. You're about to check in to the hotel and actually go up there. And I guess that's where we're going to leave it. Yeah. All right. We'll investigate the hotel and other things that happen in the night while you're staying Hell there. Hell yeah. Why don't you do that to the audience, Abby? 